And we are coming down in three, two, one. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark Sheen Washable. Nope. The Maskless Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah. Boom. Crash. I am the man of many names that take other names. <laughs> I have many of my own, <laughs> but I choose yours. Because <laughs> I am souls. It's weird, I can't hear myself in the headphones. Someone else say no. something. Can Hi. you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? This you hear is me? Mambo number five. Bump, 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 bump. Please ever, please don't ever do that again. You know the best. Paul, le- lean into the headphones and talk like this for a second. Okay. This can you is hear all me? things yeah, considered. I can hear you. Can you hear you? No, I can't hear. Any- I know. I, I literally just can't hear anything. You might have to uh, mess with his. Uh, headphones. I can hear the music before though. Oh, oh there we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh, The best way you start kind of quiet. Welcome to getting sports with drunk live on the PPN Radio Network. I'm your host, Sco Kick the Riddler, and Deucebags. Welcome to Moose in the Morning. <laughs> Moose in the Morning. <laughs> what did you say? I was going to say Lou Bega Souls if we're redoing it. <laughs> I think you should just Bump. be that in general. Yeah, you should just be Lou Bega. <laughs> souls Bega. You, like, you can make a Jewish Mamba number five, the Lou Bagel. <laughs> a little bit of Monica's in my life. A little bit of lock spread on my side. <laughs> oh my. Hey. A little bit of curls right down my face. A little bit of Sandberg in my <laughs> jeans. <laughs> All right, we should stop. All right, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. We've established that many, many times. We're here. Live. <laughs> on the PPRN Radio <laughs> Network. Um, so, he uh, is the hostess cupcake. So, starting lineups. I know, Souls, you have something else on deck. I, I batched a beer cocktail that we're all going to try and drink and see what we think and all that type I of think stuff. this is a show first ever. A beer cocktail? I think so. I think your first cocktail. A mocktail? And, uh, Souls, I believe you have, a, a you have a beer as well over there? I, I do. I have Heady Topper from Vermont. <laughs> 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 and the brewery? Uh, You'll get back to us? Just they made it the Capitol building there. <laughs> came out of the fridge. <laughs> Come on, Souls. It's from the Alchemist? There you go. The In popu- Vermont, though. Remember that. Vermin. <laughs> vermin. Don't be taking my shit. You, you didn't come up with vermin. I was thought about it. But you didn't come up with it. I'm also thinking about uh, New I also, now. I also have a beer on, on deck as well. Uh, it's Lake Day. A double dry hops New England IPA with tangerine. What kind of tangerine? It's a collaboration of Front Porch Brewing for local to Connecticut's grocery stores chain Laban's Market. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Shut up, Only right, available at Laban's Market. I can't, I can't be excited about stuff anymore. No, you can't. Screw Only available you. at Laban's Market. <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. Uh, the beer mocktail that we're drinking is... It is the Goose Island... 312 Shandy, three cans. Okay. So 312 Shandy. <laughs> three cans, 12 ounces. A three count pour of lemon juice, a three count pour of Pessoa passion fruit liqueur, and a six count pour of Tanqueray London gin. Mixed 
on ice. I thought All you were right. saying London. I'm going to go a little out of order. I'm going to try everyone this try it. Just everyone try it now, and then we'll go into the post-production. I've already tried it. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah, more of this yeah. immediately. This has got, like, day drinking all yeah. over it. Yeah, that, this is dangerous. You know what this would be really good in? Like, one of those, like, slushing machines. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would be good. That's a bad idea. I thought he was going fruit punch bowl. Get this or, guy or that. <laughs> but I, I could drink a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of anything with gin, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> and beer. Yeah, I mean, this is basically... And you've uh, been a fan of Pessoa your whole life. Huge advocate. Right, I mean... I use it to wash my hair, condition. It's it's great. What? Boom. Uh, you know, you got to try sometimes. Also, happy Memorial Day to all the listeners. Yes, happy Memorial Day. Special toast to all those who have served and given their life for our country. Yes, those who have paid the ultimate ultimate sacrifice. Those who have allowed us to spend our Monday nights doing this bullshit and getting to see each other. We thank you all. USA, 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 USA. I am a real American. <laughs> All right, so we're done with this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> See, nobody likes that song, Kyle. <laughs> Fight for your life. Fight. We're definitely That's done not with this. the words. <laughs> I'm making my own lyrics. No, you weren't. You were trying to sing the original ones, you like, bastard. <laughs> toast of Excellence. So, what do you got? My Toast of Excellence into the Josh Donaldson for scoring a two millionth run in MLB history. Ooh. Is that the two millionth run or the two millionth home run? Run. Okay. It's a lot of home runs, Mass. Yeah, yeah. I know it is. Here's the thing, though. I also feel like the <laughs> toast league is also. I feel like the toast shouldn't be to Josh Donaldson because any somebody was going to do it. But he would the to one. The, but I feel okay. like it should be more to like the MLB, MLB for like being around for like that long. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So fuck you, Kyle. Can't Mass, wait to celebrate. Can't wait to celebrate uh, three million in five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at this rate, next season. Yeah, at this rate, yes. We'll probably well. be fucking Tatis doing it. Uh, mine is kind of a cop out one, but mine is to Julio Jones for giving us something NFL related to talk about this off season. Boo! <laughs> Go shove a Kermit up your ass, Max. Yeah, why I, don't you do it? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if that was good, but <laughs> it's a tough voice. Yeah. You know, it isn't easy being green. That's all I can do. Yeah, right? If you can do a Ray Romano, you can do a Kermit. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett well, called me a pedophile. That's so, hilarious. It's you should see Brad Garrett do stand up. <laughs> I have. That's where he called me a pedophile. Oh yeah. He does not uh he does not hold back. So, so we were in Vegas three years ago. Oh, you see, you you got the full treatment. We saw him at Mohegan Sun. <laughs> yeah, no, we were we were in Vegas at Brad Garrett's comedy club in the MGM hotel. And we, because Ashley fucking loves Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Like of course she, can, she does. Yeah, of course she does. She can quote every episode back to front. It's disgusting. So we got there early enough that we literally, my feet were resting on the stage as a footrest. Mm-hmm. So Brad Garrett is literally as close to me as I am to you. That's not COVID friendly. No, it's not. But this was three years ago, so it was fine. A COVID-17. Um, <laughs> so. Never forget. <laughs> as... The crew of GSWD know as Ashley looks relatively young, and I do not. Uh, <laughs> that was a great sentence. I like that a lot. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with it. Uh, so she looks relatively young. So Brad Garrett pulled up, and he said, wow, you here with this pedophile. Blink twice if you need help, if you need the Amber Alert services to come over here for you. That's hilarious. That yeah, was great. Yeah, he doesn't hold back. He's, no, he, he doesn't. He's a lot brutal. of racist remarks. Right. A lot yeah, of he's anti-Semite fucking, things. A lot he's of old ladies brutal. were shocked that day. <laughs> This is he's, not the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's funny, though. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. Um, Kendall. Um, throwbacks, throwbacks. 
So I, I will, I will kind of dive into that a little bit. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be a uniform or not, or just kind of like a mock-up, but the White Sox Southside jerseys are, are awesome. Those are fucking dope as fuck. Those are really cool. If you guys all want to chip in and get me one, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> they can do that for your birthday. That's too far away. Big I'm fans, thinking so more like just because you love me. If you get a chance, just type in uh, White Sox uh, Southside jerseys. I have jerseys. a very stupid question, just because yeah. I don't know that much about the White Sox. What's different about them? Does it just say Southside on the front of it? We'll look it up the picture. Well, I mean, it's totally different than, like, I mean, it's very, the regular White Sox uniforms are, are very, it's just very professional. It's not no fanfare. It's, it's just, bla- you know. Their, their black jerseys are just black with the socks on the, the breast, uh, heart, over the heart type of thing. Okay, and then, so this has the stripes, and it looks like it's a little bit more. It's like Al Pacino-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got like that black on black. Yeah. Oh, they're so dope. It looks they're, very They're nice. fucking cool. fuego. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know who I'd want. I, I didn't know it was One actually like a real best. thing. Dallas Keuchel? Mm, yep. Dallas Keuchel looks pretty dope in that jersey. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't want Dallas Keuchel. No, that's a good uh, shout-out. Um, Probably Aaron Bummer. There is, uh, there was a tweet that got far too many retweets uh, last week. All right, while you find uh, it, can I get my toast real quick? I have it right here. Oh, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, somebody quick. tweeted out that the Bengals have changed the color of their face mask clips, <laughs> and it got... A disgusting number of likes and retweets. That's awesome. <laughs> Anything for football. It, on Reddit, it has over 60 awards. What's that even mean? Like, you like can... You can give it a Grammy? Essentially, yeah. Oh, man. If you give somebody gold, they get Reddit premium for a certain amount of time. How much does it cost to give that? I don't want to know. Too many I'm, I'm yeah. having a tough time learning myself. I can't get past the smut. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a lot of it. Um, Kendall, let's not kid. You're not getting past the smut. You're getting past Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's all smut. Right. The things I'm looking for is no good. <laughs> get, or, Paul, what's yours? My toast of excellence is to, uh, there's some biasy to it. Um, Chicago White Sox uh, center fielder, Billy Hamilton. Uh, B- Billy Hamilton. Uh, hit home runs in back-to-back games, which, if you don't know anything about baseball, mass. Billy Hamilton is not a home run hitter at all. Two is probably what he'll finish the year with. It ties his <laughs> career high, actually. <laughs> it might. Um, he was a red once. For a long time. Yeah. Billy Billy Hamilton is, is like a... He, he's extremely fast. He's a defensive guy that it just can... St- if he could get on base... Right. That's he a, would he would blow stolen base records out of the water. But the problem is he can't get <laughs> on base. He hit home runs in back to back games, and I just love the White Sox uh, social media account because they just put Billy the home run hitter TM, and then they put, <laughs> then the, then the next day when he hit a second home run, they were just like Billy the home home run hitter part two TM. It's like, <laughs> this is really good. I like it. Very he, good. Like he's kind of having like a he's kind of having like a. I think he's having like a better better year though than as of late than he was like past couple of years with he is with the White Sox. Yeah, he's really t- Tim Anderson and him have really uh, clinked together, and you don't really see it a lot because usually you see like the the thirty thirty two year old veteran mentoring the twenty six year old. You know, but right. the twenty six year old and Tim Anderson is kind of like spending a lot of extra time helping Billy Hamilton hit and practice hitting and all that stuff because he's like you don't need he's like. You know, he's like on this team, like you know, you 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 can prove your worth if you're on base. Like we have guys that are good at driving people in, you know. So it's like if you can get on base, you're always going to find a home in our lineup. 
And he goes, you don't have to just be a defensive guy that pinch runs. There's some guys that stick around for a long time. They kind of they bounce in and out of being good on main rosters. Like I was surprised uh, for the Mets. I saw Cameron Maben, and it's it's been out of you know necessity because of injury. But Cameron Maben is still playing baseball professionally. You were once a top rated guy. Yeah. You mean Cameron Maybach music? Maybach music. <laughs> Name the four guys, Ken. Maybach music. Yep. Uh, Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Wale, French Montana. I don't know if that the last one's true, but it's Amarion. Ah, I would. Yeah, I would have missed that. Um, second toast of excellence is to, and Mike will made it <laughs> is to the Milwaukee Bucks for having the only sweep of the playoffs so far. Like they'll be the only ones to have a sweep in the first round. Right? No, the Sixers still have a chance. They're three. They're, they're oh, up three. That's right, and they're going to win tonight. So they're up three zero on uh, yeah, the Wizards. So for the first sweep, then. see the uh, the Celtics fan getting charged with a felony. Yep. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people are like kind of complaining about it because it was why. Like, some they needed to make they, somebody needed to make a fucking point at this point. You've had a player had you've had a player had concession dip, dumped on him during while he was injured. You had a player spit on. You had a player called a half breed. Yeah, like the fans have just been absolutely just degenerates. This whole fuck, they've been nothing but degens from upcountry this whole fucking time. <laughs> And I think one fucking degens. I think one needed to be made an example of yep. that this isn't going to stand. And you do and it. If anybody, fuck Boston. I'm saying though, but you're going to do it in a market like Boston. That's going to make news. You know, that's going to get headlines worldwide. You know, that's you, know, you 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 do it in fucking Phoenix. It's no, it's going to fall off the radar. It'll it'll make ESPN, and then that'll be the end of it. But Boston, it's Boston. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be everywhere. Uh, Same thing as if like it happened in New York. We also need to do a sip of silence. Uh, Mark Eaton died. So. Mark Eaton. So. NBA two-time defensive player of the year. Uh, unfortunately, passed away two days ago. Was 64 years old. Yeah. You know who else died? Who? You know, it was a sip of silence because it's not sports related. But the, uh, the, the captain of the love boat. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I didn't it was know like that. 90. So, Yeah. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? We'll just wrap it up. Perfect. All right, let's go home. Um, so you got a bottle of graves. You guys just want to keep handing it around. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So um, soon for some graves. He is. Come okay, on, that'll shorten our night very quickly. <laughs> It'll dry us out real quick. Yeah. So I found this article from ESPN. Is this your segment? Yeah. Oh, already? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I found this article from ESPN in uh, 2007. Like he's found it in 2007? No, 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 no. All right, real quick. Everybody think of uh, a ranking for me for the, when we go to break. Okay. We'll announce it on the air and we'll do it when we come back. Okay. Um, this this was published uh, before the 2007 NFL season. And it was an article called Who's Ticketed for Canton? So it was an idea of all the active players who was most likely to get into Canton. And they did a total of 50 players, and then they did an on-the-cusp or a just-misses-the-mark afterwards that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun reading through this, finding out where they put people, and go ahead. Just funny, uh, just because we talked about this, and it just popped up on my newsfeed about how the Sixers were definitely going to sweep. They're only off one. Joel Embiid will not return to the game with oh, knee injuries. Oh, no. Being precautious. Hmm? Being precautious. No, they're not. That's not. Per- I'm, look, Kyle, I'm not trying to say he's going to be out for a long time, 
but when you when have a you're, chance to sweep, you're up three games to nothing. You're going to try to sweep. You're not giving another. If if it was if it was three to one, that's different. But it's three nothing chance to sweep and and get extra rest. Yeah. If anything, you want to win this game and then let them have more legit time to rest. The Sixers are trying to prove a statement that they're that they're not the team that the process is finally done. I don't think I don't think that they would try to be precautious. If he could play, he'd be out there. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so it was really interesting to see where they rank some of these players. And again, remembering what we know now, but mm-hmm. this is what fifteen years ago at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourteen. Thanks, Kyle. I got you. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun uh, seeing where they ranked people. So I figured we could go through mental uh, math, <laughs> go through the players. Some will uh, create more conversations than others. Sure. And then we can look at a little bit more in depth on some players. Uh, Name number one, Usu Yuminura. <laughs> number one, Brett Favre. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, so he was at that point the undisputed one to be a lock into Canton. Apparently, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that they did. Um, is he a Jet? No seven. That might have been right when he went to the no. Or last year as a Packer. How many years was Rogers just the starter before they won the Super Bowl? Only like two, two or three. Years. So I, don't, I think he was still a Packer. Because uh, Rodgers was drafted in 05. Brett Favre went to the Jets in 2008, yeah. so it was his last year with the Packers. Yeah. Uh, number two, Tom Brady, who had won three Super Bowls at this point. Yeah, I'm sorry. He was... He Not was, came. I, I can't... I, it's it's funny. Like Even even in 2007, like, at that point, they did this before the 2007 season? Correct. So he so at, at this point, he was 3-0 in the Super Bowl because he hadn't lost to the Giants yet. That, mm-hmm. that was going to come that season. Right? Right. That was the undefeated yep. year. Mm-hmm. I mean... I feel like even if he retired then, like with seven years and three Super Bowls, I feel like he still would have gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting. Yeah, they're um, going to come up with a whole new town for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, Peyton Manning. Yeah. He was he was Canton bound. Yeah. Uh, number four, Larry Allen uh, was on the 49ers at that point. Yeah. Uh, These are all people that they said were Canton bound? Yeah. Oh, okay. Number five, Ray Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Murder. Number six, Richard Seymour. Hoffman. <laughs> uh, number seven, Johnny Ogden. Number eight, Marvison Harrison. I'm trying to remember. That. Jonathan Ogden, a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's yeah. in the Hall of Famer. He sucked. <laughs> uh, number eight, Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Number nine, LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah. Borderline. He was better as a Jet. Uh <laughs> Kendall's so mad. <laughs> Number 10, which was a surprising one for me, Adam Vinatieri. I mean, yeah. I mean, but that they had him up so high. Well, let me figure at that point, though, he had four Super Bowls. Did he at that point? Yeah, he won three with the, the he won three with the Patriots, and then the 06 season was when he won with the Colts. Gotcha. Okay. I thought that was 2008. Yeah, I think two of those Super Bowls were game winning kicks. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first word in his little blurb is clutch. Yeah. Um, number 11, Brian Urlacher. Mm-hmm. Number 12, Orlando Pace. You know what's funny, though? In 07, I don't know if Brian Urlacher was, like, guaranteed uh, can at that point. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people would have thought it, 
But at that point, I don't know that he would have been. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year at that point, the Defensive Player of the Year at that point, including six Pro Bowl selections in seven seasons, Defensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he won Rookie of the Year in two thousand and Player of the Year in 05, 06 when they or he 05 also, when they went to the Super Bowl. He also averaged one hundred twenty nine tackles per season during his no, career no, 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 to I, that point. What I'm saying is like he was on pace for Canton, yes. no doubt. But I don't think like he was a guaranteed Hall of Famer at that point. Did Charles Tillman win Defensive Player of the Year? No, uh, no, I don't think no. so. Forced more fumbles than Ray Lewis for a career, though. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure if he did, and if he did win, how far apart they were separated. Him no, he's an FBI uh, agent. <laughs> I don't think any. I don't think any bear except for Erlacher has won it since two thousand. Mm. No, uh, number twelve Orlando Pace, number thirteen Strahan, number mm. fourteen Junior Seau, number fifteen Tony Gonzalez. Number 16, Dwight Freeney. I promise these get a little bit more controversial. <laughs> uh, number 17, Champ Bailey. Number 18, Derek Brooks. Number 19, Warren Sapp. Number 20, Tory Holt, who just got in, I think. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, even know yeah. if he got elected. Uh, that's that's a, that, That's been a controversial. Yeah, that was he, a controversial he was a conversation piece time. recently. For a long time. Uh, Tory Holt is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Because it wasn't the conversation. I think we had it on the show, and he was beat up by somebody, and it could have went either Calvin way. Calvin Johnson. Was that, was that the Calvin Johnson yeah. conversation? Yeah, because me, and, uh, me and Mike had the argument. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Number 21, no, Sean Mike Merriman. Mock. Mike, Mike oh. K. Oh, that's right. It was Mike K. Uh, number 21, Sean Merriman. Number 22, John Lynch. Uh, number twenty-three, Alan Fedekia. Fanica. I do like oh, that version. Super though. overrated. <laughs> uh, number twenty-four, Steve Hutchinson. Hmm. One of Kendall's favorites. <laughs> he was a Seattle Seahawk man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did he play Kyle else? almost said Mariner. He was a Viking. Yeah, he did. I saw it. He went this one. He was a Seattle Seahawk. <laughs> he was a Viking. He was a Viking. Mm-hmm. He was a Viking for five years, I think. <clears throat> Uh, Brian Dawkins at number 25. Mm-hmm. Walter Jones at number 26. I don't know who that is. Uh, on that one. Is he a he, cowboy? Uh, he was a running back, I believe. Oh, then I really don't know who this Walter is. Walter Jones, NFL. Uh, <clears throat> he was, I'm sorry, he was an offensive tackle who played for the Seahawks from 97 until 2009. Hmm. Uh, and oh, he is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, I wish there were more people in the amateur football hall of fame. <laughs> Jason Taylor at number 27. Yeah, he was pretty good. Sean Alexander at number 28. Jason Taylor was also in Jackass. Was he? Jackass 2, I think. I thought that was... Uh... No, because they filmed, they filmed a part to Jackass 2 in Miami when he was a Dolphin. Gotcha. He was the one. Do you remember the one where uh, uh, the big fat guy, Preston Lacey, and Wee Man did the, uh, the bungee jump together? Yep. Jason Taylor was the guy that introduced that skit. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, 29, Julius Peppers. Yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, number 30, Antonio Gates. Number 31, Troy Palomalu ahead of Ed Reed. Yeah, it was 1A, 1B. Uh, number 32, Randy Moss. Number 33, Ed Reed. Number 34, here we go with the controversials. Reggie Bush. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. It's a controversial I wouldn't use. It's not the right word. Discussion piece, I guess, because at that time... Reggie Bush was yeah, going to be slated for the Hall of Fame, and a lot of injuries just ruined his yep. career. Do we remember, who won the Rookie of the Year? Was it Vince Young or was it him? Was it somebody I, I think else? It was Vince Young because he was on the Madden cover the year after. 
Let's see. Reggie Bush. That was 06, right? Was drafted so. in 2006. Uh, His rookie year see. consisted of returning a kickoff or a touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was a crazy year. Yeah. And then Vince Young sucked right after that. Yeah, I have his jersey. 07, right? <laughs> young 07. Young 07 read. Fad young 07. Let's see. Uh, 2006 uh, rookie. Come on, Siri computer. I know, I'm slacking. Offensive rookie of the year was Vince Young. Okay. Uh, number 35, Ty Law. He's in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Number six, T.O. Number yeah. 37. Number Andrew. 36 was Terrell Owens? Yeah. It is He's weird. a cowboy at that point. Still. Yeah. Because he was an asshole. It is definitely because he was an asshole. That doesn't mean anything. He was never really hurt, I don't think. I mean, th- I mean, there was one year I mean, when he was with the Eagles. One he was year. unstoppable in NFL Street. <laughs> if you uh, had him and Mike Vick, it was a Forget over. it. <laughs> Number 37, Edron James. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Who was a Cardinal at that point. Uh, that's where they go with the die. <laughs> if you're in that Indianapolis, Pittsburgh kind of realm, that's where you go to yeah. die. Send Number to the desert. 38. Here's one that you could look at the future, will never make it. Carson Palmer. Yeah. I don't think he is. I mean, he had a good career, though. He did. He did have a very good career, very reputable career. But at this it's point, funny how he AFC, was on the Bengals. It's funny how AFC players go to die in Arizona and NFC players go to die in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Number Can I just th- go to here? Uh, I might. I don't think I do. But I oh, might. what the hell, man? I know. I'm slacking. Um, Order one on Siri computer. Okay. <laughs> uh, number 38. Or I'm sorry. Number 39, Vince Young. Yeah. Woof. Well, I mean, he just won rookie of the year, so. <laughs> number 40, Calvin Johnson, who had not played a down of NFL football at the point this article was written. Hmm. That's interesting. It was a big deal when he was drafted. Yeah. Who went before him? Because uh, he was two. It know. was it was a quarterback. Matt Ryan. Oh, no. Matt Could Ryan. you imagine it's Jamarcus Russell? <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it is. Oh, my. Was it 07? I believe it is. That's a very uh, Raiders was, thing to do. It was Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a Raiders thing <laughs> to do. Followed shortly by Joe Thomas, Adrian Peterson, Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, Darrell Rivas. Pretty good wait, class. Wait, hold on. Who, who was third? Uh, Joe Thomas was third. Probably would have done the Lions better to go Joe Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number 41, Matt Leinert. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I said I thought this article was really interesting once you got to a certain point. Carson Palmer replaced him. <laughs> uh, Rod Smith. No. Number 42. Um, Heinz Ward, number 43. Yep. He's not in the hall, right? Not yet. I don't know if he'll make it. I think he's he was eligible. Because he retired after the 2010 Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's been eligible Heinz for like five, like five years now, in right? in 2011. Or he's, after 2011. Okay. It's five years, right? Yeah. So he's, been yeah eligible, so he's been eligible for like five years yeah, now. Yeah. I, I, I think so, he's going to be one of those guys that gets in like real late. Career receptions, 1,000. Like, like, I mean, like, yards, like 10, 000. 15 years from yeah. now. Yep. Uh, yards per reception, twelve and eighty-five receiving touchdowns. So he might make it. I mean, you know, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to like. I mean, I think he deserves to be in there personally, but like, he's going to be one of those guys that makes it when there's a weak class as like a like a. Well, thanks too because he had a very short run of holding 
he still holds some Steelers receiving records, but Antonio Brown kind of snatched up other ones. So he mm-hmm. only had a very short period of time being um, a Steelers leader for certain certain categories. Um, ooh, didn't mean to go back there. Um, number forty four, Chad Johnson. Mm. Will you go in as Ocho Cinco or Johnson? He will go in as Ocho Cinco if he goes in. All right, well, he doesn't deserve it as Ocho Cinco. He's not Johnson. going in anyway. <laughs> uh, number forty five, Lofa Tatupu. I, offensive lineman. I remember him. Um, I think he's still around, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, is that Mike Uapati? I'm thinking of. Yeah. They're the same guy. <laughs> still around. Oh, uh, Lofu Poo? Oh no, I'm thinking of Mike Upati. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of Poo Poo. I was thinking of Potty. <laughs> All right, so it's just uh, a this this guy was a middle linebacker. He was a Seahawk. He was a Seahawk. Uh, he had three Pro Bowls, one First Team All Pro. He was an NFC Championship or NFC Championship. Uh, I can't fucking talk right now. He didn't really do anything. He's not getting into the hall. Um, the hall. Number 46, Demarcus Ware. He'll probably get in. He will yeah. definitely get in. He's pretty good. Uh, number 47, Larry Johnson. Yeah. Fell off hard. Yeah. <sighs> this one makes me sad. Number 48, Steven Jackson. Should be in the hall. One of the best running backs of all time. Wow. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. Steven Jackson is one of the greatest of all time. Yes. You would say he's top 20 running back all time? I'd have to look at the list. Well, then he's not greatest. <laughs> uh, Listen, number 49, A.J. Hawk. <laughs> that Nazi. Number 50, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. He's getting there. Uh, Wait, so Calvin Johnson, who hadn't played a snap of football, was ahead of that many picks ahead of Adrian Peterson, who had already played yes. a year, right? Yep. Or no, when was Peterson drafted? Oh, seven, I think. Oh, so he hadn't played a snap either. No, that's right. He hadn't played a snap either. That's correct. Uh, Adrian Peterson had a much better career. <laughs> uh, Adrian Peterson is one of the greatest receivers ever. <laughs> Calvin Johnson's not our running backs. Calvin Johnson is not one of the greatest receivers of all time. So Adrian Peterson had a better year, better career. Uh, on the hall, or on the bubble for the hall. Uh, on the penis cusp. Yep. Anquan Bolden. He's in. Drew Brees, who had not won his Super Bowl at that point. No. Drew Brees' blurb. In the Super Bowl era, only he five... Also, well, I was saying, forget the Super Bowl. He also just hadn't started passing for a bajillion yards a year right, yet. Right, so listen to his blurb. In the Super Bowl era, only five quarterbacks became Hall of Famers without winning one. Fouts, Kelly, Marina, Moon, and Tarkenton. I'll put up gaudy numbers for many years, however, and only Fouts and Moon didn't play in a Super Bowl. So Bree's potential enshrinement will rest largely upon whether he hosts the Lombardi Trophy. With five more seasons like his 2004 to 2006 level, Bree's would be in league with Kelly for numbers. But if Bree's doesn't experience significant team success, he might need to top Fouts' NFL numbers, <clears throat> which would take another seven or eight years. Or just everybody's level. numbers. Yep. <laughs> uh, Isaac Bruce. Mm-hmm. Rodney Harrison. Ugh. Willie McGinnis, <laughs> Donovan McNabb. Is he going to be a Hall of Famer? I don't know. No, I mean he never will be. He kind of he he peaked, and then hey Kyle, the New Day just came out on Raw with a uh, Power Ranger gear. Did they? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! I wasn't going to watch Raw anyway, <laughs> but like fuck. Steve McNair, <laughs> Tom Nalen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know who that is. Uh, Sarah Nailen. Palin's brother. Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> he was a linebacker for Denver. Yeah, Simeon know. Rice. I remember him. And Steve Smith. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. 
<clears throat> odd, rice, right? odd men rice. out. <laughs> now remember, this is the people that they expect not to get mm-hmm. in there. Eli Manning. We'll probably get in. We'll definitely get in. What do you mean probably? He won two Super Bowls. Against Tom Brady. Clinton Portis. Probably Love him, not. But no. Brady Quinn. Oh, yes. yeah, he's in. <clears throat> as soon as Quinn, this is the first line of his blurb. As soon as Quinn was chosen by the Browns on draft day, his chances to reach the Hall of Fame took a severe hit. <laughs> there was a really old uh, fantasy football commercial, and the guys on the phone was like, yeah, I got Brady. No, Brady Quinn. Ben Roethlisberger. Nah, probably not. He uh, rode the coattails of Heinz Ward, so <laughs> Heinz Ward's not in. So here's just because we have a couple of fans here. At first glance, it might seem preposterous to slam the hall door in Big Ben's face so soon, but upon closer inspection, it makes sense. Roethlisberger proved to be an effective game manager in his first two seasons, and he has a Super Bowl ring to show for it. But his Super Bowl performances, 9 for 21 with two picks, was dreadful, and then he regressed in 2006. Now the Steelers are losing personnel from the championship team, and nothing to this point suggests that Roethlisberger can carry an underman team to the playoffs on his shoulders. I will say this I, about Big Ben. I think the same argument I have for Eli Manning, the second Super Bowl was needed, in my opinion. Yes. Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger, the second Super Bowl. If Ben had, if Ben and Eli never went to another Super Bowl, they wouldn't be even with Ben's numbers, I don't think what he would have gotten to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just simply stricken off of how much good coaching and how much talent they, they had yeah. all those years. You know what I mean? Like, Ben more than Eli. Too in that regard, because I mean Ben, you figure up until last year, Ben had a Pro Bowl running back every year, right? I mean, who was who who was the stopgap between Bettis and Bell? Uh, I mean, you had like Rashard Will, Mendenhall Will, and, and Willie Parker. I mean, yes. but like Rashard Mendenhall was good when he was there. He just had a shitty fumble, uh, right? Was that Mendenhall? Yeah, yeah. And then, but I mean, he's always had good running backs. He's always had a number one, like a true grit number one. For the majority of the career, he's he had a surefire tight end and Heath. You know, and he's always had a good defense. So, like, like I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from Ben. I think Ben, you know, we, we saw two years ago what the Steelers were like without Ben and how important Ben was. But I, I do think that if Ben never went to, like, I mean, he went to a Super Bowl and lost. But if he had never, because then, and then he went to the one against the Cardinals. If he had never won that second Super Bowl, I question whether or not he would have got it. Yeah, I don't think he would have. I agree with Paul. Yeah, I guess I will say that. I mean, he Just did have a... I, and I mean this in the nicest way. They always lost to Brady. Yeah, I mean that, that they was... were they were gatekept by the Patriots for almost all of Ben's career. Yeah, he, they squeaked through twice or three, three times. times. And one of those was the year that Brady was hurt, wasn't it? Is that the year you guys lost to the Packers? <sighs> I thought you have to look it up. I don't remember. Um, what well, because... year did he get hurt? No, he got hurt in like oh wait, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that wasn't that. that. I think that was the year. I think the year that he got hurt. I think that was the year that. That um, was two thousand eight. Don't 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 tell me. Fuck it out this time. It's the oh eight Super Bowl. Who won the oh eight Super Bowl? It was right after their their undefeated season. <clears throat> the Patriots undefeated season. So the so, next year would have been. Would that have been? Don't look over here. Not so the, the year the Patriots went undefeated and they lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. The following Super Bowl would have been. Were they the Steelers Cardinals? Was that the following year, 08? I, th- I feel like it was. No, it was like, wasn't, was it 08? Is it in 2009? Mm. It was the Steelers Cardinals. Oh, so that was the one you took advantage of then. 
Yes. Oh, so you won two Super Bowls, then lost to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yes. So. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I will say comparatively to Eli, I think, and it is has, has to do with the personnel, I think Ben had far better seasons post those Super Bowls than Eli did. Not uh, only do I think he had better seasons, he also had a better supporting cast. Though. Well, right, and I and that that definitely feeds into it. Um, like, name one player that was on the level of Antonio Brown that Eli ever played with. I mean, OBJ for one year. He played with OBJ for more than one year. Right, but OBJ was never at that level the entire time he was in New York. He was hurt. Three seasons for the Giants. But on the counteractive part of that, when OBJ was healthy, who did who did Antonio Brown have to help him be as good as he was? Who was who who was who was the running back for the Giants during that time? I can't even think. Who was the running back for the Steelers? Le'Veon Bell. Who was their second receiver? Juju. Was it then? No, Juju wasn't there then. It was um Martavius Bryant was there. Martavius Bryant, who who was you know making splashes at the time. Yep. Keith Miller. I mean, you know, yep. I'm just saying, like like OBJ, like like the, the giant when the Giants had him, they didn't have anybody else. Right. So that's my point. No, no, I'm just saying though. So like 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 so like Antonio Brown. For me, Antonio Brown will always be one of those receivers that was on was on that level because not only did he have a gunslinging quarterback that was never afraid to throw an interception. Oh. But on top of it, you add it to the mix that there was just look how many people there were. You know what I mean? Yep, I I I I respect that. All right, are you done? You I have a more? couple more. All right, go ahead. I want to piggyback that into something. Tony Romo. I would. What time did we start? Eight. Uh, uh, Eight fifteen. I would hold off on having mock join just because we're going to go to a break in like ten minutes. Okay. So just shoot him a text. Let him know we're, we'll go to break. We'll bring him back when we come back. Uh, Tony Romo, who at this point will no. never make the Hall of Fame. No, Tony Romo got hurt too much. Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Shockey, <laughs> Michael Vick. You think Jeremy Shockey would have been able to make the would have been able to put up more seasons to make the Super Bowl if the whole fucking gate thing hadn't happened? I don't know. I Was think... he retired when that happened? Was he retired when he outed the Saints uh, for the hits and stuff? Let's see. Didn't he? Did he play for the Panthers after the Saints? Give me a second. I am. What is that? Am I making that? I'm looking at Greg Olson. I think I'm thinking of Greg Olson. <laughs> Giants from 2002 to seven. Saints from 2002 to ten. Panthers 2011. Oh, you did play. Oh wow. Uh, Sorry, uh, Kendall. Well, I mean, <laughs> I bet you they looked the same. <laughs> and Bounty Gate happened in 2009. So he was actually still on the Saints roster at that point. Which is actually pretty interesting to think about because you're kind of outing teammates. So, yeah, I'll fix that after break. Well, I think he was. No, I'm good. I think he was leaving at that point. Like, I yeah. think, I think, I think there was some disgruntlement between, like, that caused the, the the leaving, and then that was kind of what outed it. You know, yeah. In general, I think he's kind of towards the end of his career anyway. I yeah. think his best years are behind him. That also being said, fuck Clark Williams. So, yeah. Um, Michael Vick. Why well, carried the team in a broken fucking leg? That was Michael. Vick. That was when he was an Eagle, right? No, that was when he was a Falcon. He was still a Falcon at that point. Yep. He had he was Hall of Fame bound at that point. Yeah, I mean, at I that think, point. 
Through I, six seasons, Vic had only completed thirty-eight or fifty-three percent of his passes and had never thrown for more than three thousand yards in a season. And how many rushing yards did he have? And rushing touchdowns and game-winning drives. So, the, the <laughs> so, so the the point is that's why he's on the bubbles because he's never had the passing statistics. But I agree with Kyle; he was no, no. I understand that, but like the thing is, is like that's what they're looking at is the passing statistics. But if Michael Vick made the Hall of Fame, it was the running was going to be a very yes. big part of it. Right. And not to mention he had a cannon for a fucking southpaw. Yeah. And to give him the benefit of the doubt, the league hadn't really exploded offensively at that yeah. point. I mean, it wasn't passing If Michael Vick crazy. played now. Yeah, it'd be totally different. Like, well, here's he, the thing, too. He wouldn't though. be a threat. And here's the thing. I will say this. I think that Michael Vick reopened up his Hall of Fame door even after all the gate because he went during In that year with the Eagles. Yeah. He was electrifying that year with the Eagles. And then he got hurt. Then he got hurt, and then he went to the Steelers to be a backup, yep. and the rest was... Oh my god, I forgot he was on the Steelers. Yeah, number two. And he was a Jet, I forgot too. about that. Yeah, he wore number two for the fucking... <laughs> uh, what did he wear for the the Jets? Was he two? One. It was one. <laughs> number one. Because Gino was seven, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's see. Yeah, he wore number one for the Jets. Kendall's right again. Mario Williams. Mm-hmm. Probably not. And shocking... That they had this person missing the Hall of Fame, Charles Woodson. Wow. What Woodson, he so, here, so here's his blur. No, he was in Green Bay at that point. Right. Well, so Charles, Woodson, Charles Woodson was safety, converted corner back to safety, right? Yes. Yeah. Woodson never did live up to the hype that went with being the first primary defensive player to win a Heisman Trophy. Even considering his career best eight interceptions last season with the Packers, Woodson has posted fewer than three per season as a pro. He's been named to the three Pro Bowls, but team success in the postseason has been elusive. One season after a disappointing Raiders loss in the AFC Championship game, the infamous tuck, the infamous tuck rule call in New England negated a crucial fumble that Woodson had forced. He was injured for much of 2002, and although he has returned to make an interception in the Super Bowl. So. I mean, I still think I would have had him pegged as a Hall of Famer at that point. Yeah, I mean, these are the things, too, when we talk about for corners, everyone, the, the sports writers, fans, if you're not making interceptions, always oh, not good. It's not, it's not all about that, you know. Well, you figure that, oh, hold on. Clicked on a button. You figure by that point, he hadn't won a Super Bowl. Uh, he was only a two-time first-team All-Pro. Uh, he was a one-time second-team All-Pro, and he had made only four Pro Bowls. He hadn't made Defensive Player of the Year yet. Uh, he did not lead the NFL in interceptions yet. Yeah, but... I, w- I, I agree. I think he would have been on the trajectory for it. I would probably have put him as a bubble player at that point. I, saw, I think I would have just had him as one of the bottom part of the 50. But... Well, I mean, it wasn't too soon after that that the Packers became better and yeah. know, he yep. became, you know. Uh, you guys want to go to break? No, real quick. I want you to pull up. Cause this oh, is, that's right. Real quick. Pull up a list of all 32 active NFL head coaches. Let's kind of make our own list based off the current head coaches. And we'll just we'll just do like a bubble. Some of them will be, it'll just be surefire, bubble, no, and inconclusive. All right, you ready? Yes. Cliff Kingsbury, inconclusive. Uh, I say no. 
I just think that based off what I've seen so far, it's it's just never going to happen. He's two years into it. I'm not ready to write him off yet. I am. Look at what he had last year. I mean, he had one. He had a team that looked like it was going to be unstoppable in the in the in the NFC West, along with the Seahawks yeah. and with the Rams, and then choked and missed the playoffs. Like it's not even like he, he went from contending for the lead of the division regularly to missing the playoffs when they had an expanded wild cards. I, I don't know. I just. I kind of think that team is going to need some, I, I, but I, I'll go with inconclusive. That's fine. Um, Arthur Smith for the Atlanta Falcons inconclusive because he hasn't coached a game yet. Yeah, this is first year. Uh, John Harborough, Baltimore Ravens, yeah. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. Well, oh, hold on. I feel like it's bubble. You think so? He has one Super Bowl championship, one AFC championship, four AFC North titles, nine playoff berths, and one Coach of the Year award. And he has so a... okay. So he has a coach of the year. So in one year, he won a he won the AFC, the Super Bowl, and a coach of the year. Yep. So I mean, that's one good year. He has. You know I mean, a... he won the division four times, which I mean, it's a competitive division, but at the same time, and he went to the playoffs nine times. But there's wild card spots. So yep. I, I mean, I, I think also... I think it's like on the high end of bubble almost because yeah. that team was has been very good for a very long time. The Ravens have been Super Bowl contenders our whole lives. Right. And to only make it once. Because coaching, unlike being a quarterback, coaching appearances kind of mean more than wins. Because, like, if you make it ten times, but only win three, like, you still made it to the Super Bowl. You're still the, you were still the best of 16 teams. Right. That's why Jim Kelly is in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, like, you were still the best coach of 16 coaches six, six, uh, ten times. And, and one other guy beat you out. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I think... Um, I'll I'll go with you on inconclusive. I still think he'll make the Hall of Fame, no, but I can I, see I, inconclusive. inconclusive. I just think he's high cusp. Sure, we'll go with that. That's fair. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. Um, inconclusive. Yeah, I mean he's trending the right way, but uh, Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, inconclusive. He's only coached one season. Yeah. Uh, Matt Nagy, <laughs> inconclusive. Zach Taylor. Inconclusive. Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns. He's on his way. He's making good strides, but yes. still inconclusive. He's fixed the Browns, so yeah. that's an achievement. In so I mean, I guess like let's let's just roll let's just roll through the, the coaches that deserve talking about. All right, uh, let's coaches, go. Let's say, let's go with coaches that have coached. All right, make, we're gonna, like like we're gonna go the oldest tenured head coaches to the newest. Right, but I'm saying like like you can skip guys that have only coached two seasons. <laughs> type of thing. That's why we're going for the oldest to the newest. We're still oldest coach. We're still old coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the longest tenured coach in the NFL. Anybody want to guess? Andy Reid. No. Oh, Belichick. Yes. With this current team, right? Yeah, he'll probably make it. Uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got a good uh, resume. Sean Payton. He'll make it. He went to, yeah. he went to the Super Bowl. I, I think he'll make it. A lot of yeah. high powered offenses. I do too. How many times did he win the division? Was to say a uh, seven. Yeah, which is crazy because like Drew Brees missed the playoffs so much. Yep, he's only he's only been to the playoffs nine times. Who? Uh, Sean Payton since he's been there. So yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he'll I'll make, make it. it. Should, should should he should have an asterisk next to his name though when he makes it? <laughs> I'm not joking. I think he's a good head coach, but I think he should have an asterisk. Bill Cowher's team. <laughs> Just Mike Tomlin and kind of Bill Coward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about John Harbour already. Pete Carroll. 
Yeah, he'll, he'll make, make it. it. Two, uh, two Super Bowls? Yep. Right? Well, one and one? Yeah, three one Super Bowls. Three Super Bowls. Didn't he, didn't he no, go one, to yeah, one with one the one. Patriots? Um, As an assistant? No, no, no. He was the head coach of the Patriots. Was he the head coach in the 90s when they went? No, that actually might have been Bill Parcells. That was Parcells, but I thought they went one more time. Did they not? I don't think so. They went so. in 85, then they went in 96. Okay. And then 2000. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have to look it up. All right. Anyways, so. Pete Carroll's like in that John Harborough range kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but just because like the, the the Seahawks haven't been, I mean, they're again, trending in the right way. But the Seahawks just like, since he's he hasn't been there long enough to have as dominant of a run as like the Ravens kind of had mm-hmm. in, in kind of a somewhat equally tough division. Um, granted. The Seahawks did win that division one time with a sub-500 record. Uh, let's see. He went to the divisional game and the wild card game with the Patriots. Um, all right. Moving on next. Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid. Moving and, on. Well, I'm saying, well, Andy Reid's important to talk about because Andy Reid is, I mean, Belichick is Belichick. Don't get me wrong. But, like, all these other coaches we've talked about, Andy Reid's kind of falls into, like, that whole, like, what we talked about with Drew Brees thing. Whereas Andy Reid would have been the only head coach on this list that would have made the Hall of Fame without the Super Bowl ring. Even then, I think it would have been close. No, if Andy, if if the Chiefs didn't win that Super Bowl, Andy Reid, if the Chiefs lost that Super Bowl and Andy Reid retired after that season, I still think he goes to the Hall of Fame. He still went to the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. Twice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Twice he, with the Eagles. Did he go twice with the Eagles or once? Once with the Was Eagles. Was he only with the yeah. Eagles once? He went with yeah. the Eagles, lost to the Patriots. Okay. Yeah. But he still went to the Super Bowl twice, but he he's so many wins. Three times, because he lost last year. Well, no, I'm saying if he retired after that, oh, the okay. first Super Bowl that he went to with the Chiefs. He would have been to two Super Bowls, so many division titles, so many. And it's an, it's one thing to do that with a team. It's another thing to jump ship to another team and continue those winning ways. And, and like I think I personally think Andy Reid, without a, a ring, would have been a Hall of Famer. There would have been more discussion, of course, and yes. more to do about it. But I, at the end of the day, I think he would have gotten a bust on the first year of Valis. I agree. Mike Zimmer, Minnesota Vikings. No, no, nope. not right now. And I don't even want to say inclusive. I'm just going to say no. Yeah, he's kind of a forgettable guy, honestly. Yeah, and 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 honestly, it's one of those things where like I feel like he's more to blame for the Vikings than Kirk Cousins is. Yeah. Um. Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, inconclusive. I mean, he's trending the right way. I mean, I put him, I put him in the bubble, I guess, right now, like yeah. the low end of the bubble, not inconclusive, low end of the bubble. He went to a Super Bowl, but that's all he's done. No, I mean, you guys have, you guys have been consistently we competing won, for divisions, we, but we won the division once. You have a, a tremendously winning record. Uh, yeah, his winning record is actually very good. His winning record is six five seven. He's forty six and twenty four. Yeah, he's got. A, I mean. He's got a great uh, one. One, like, champion, one NFC championship, two NFC West championships, three playoffs. So he won the division twice. Yes, I'm sorry. And one AP coach of the year. How long has he been there? 2017. So four years? Yep. I mean, in four years, he won the division twice, went to the Super Bowl. I would say that he's on the cusp, trending very high up. <laughs> I love Shawnee. <sighs> For now. For now. Kyle Shanahan. No. Not yet. One NFC Championship, one Just NFC no. West Championship, one playoff berth with the 49ers, and one Super Bowl loss. Get rid of him. Two Super Bowl losses. He needs to get out of there. Uh, Colts, Frank Reich. Inconclusive. Yeah, I think I think from here on out, the rest of them are going to be either inconclusive or no's, right? Uh, we have a couple. Uh, John Gruden? No. 
John Gruden also deserves an asterisk next to his name for Tony Dungy's team. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bruce Arians? No. Yeah, I think so. Cusp? Cusp. He's not a surefire Hall of Famer. I, he did very well with the Cardinals. He went to a Super Bowl with the Cardinals. Uh, he did well in indeed the year that Pagano was out. Um, he was I a mean, good offensive coordinator. He was, and he just won a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but with Tampa but that's Bay. but like when you go in though, you don't go in as no, I know you're I'm the tenure saying. of your career. You know what I mean? Like like Pete Carroll, like you know when you go in, like you go in as a head coach, like type of thing. So like Pete Carroll, like you can look at what he did with the Patriots, you can look at what he did with the Seahawks, but like you look at like you know somebody like you know like any head coach that's ever come out of the Patriots organization, you can't put them in, you know, they don't, you know, is, are there offensive coordinators in the hall of fame? Uh, yes. I don't know. I feel like yes, you never hear are. it though. Cause Wade Phillips is going to go in as a defensive coordinator. No, but, but very, is there, uh, let's see. Hall. Yeah, I don't like really Wade know. Phillips yeah. might like, I mean, I can see what's his fit. Josh McDaniels going in as an offensive coordinator type of thing. One day, you know, like, type, like that type of, of thing. But like, I mean, I feel like that's not really a thing. Stand by. Yeah, that's what I can't. It's like going in as a, an assistant head coach, right? It's, it's odd. I mean, I think nothing short of a Brady Tampa Bay meltdown. I, I think let's if even if they don't go to the Super Bowl again, I, mean, I think, I think Bruce well. will make it. But I don't think it, I don't think like I don't think he's first ballot type of thing. So if, if he's in my head, if he's not like guaranteed in my head first ballot, I, I just say on the cusp because you never know. Once you miss that first ballot, things can get very different. Just ask Tori Holt. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, Ron Rivera. Not yet. No. Is he? I don't, I, I, I can't put him on the cusp. Okay. If he can turn Washington into a playoff team regularly for like, like, let's say he's there for six more years and then those six years, five of the years he makes the playoffs. That could be because he turned that team around. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like, it's going to take like. But that in that needs to be some like deep playoff runs, like maybe a, like maybe not even the Super Bowl, but like maybe a couple of NFC Championship game losses or something like that. It's it's going to be tough because because the, the the downside for Rivera is that after the Super Bowl, the Panthers really blew down big time. They they really took a big meltdown. So, all right. So, uh, let's, did anybody think of anything? I oh, did, but I haven't about. texted it to you yet. You don't have to text. You can tell me over the air if you want. Do you want me to tell you over the air? So I want, let's come to the whole point. I want you to tell me your top Pokemon. Top five? Yep. All time? All time. All right. For any like specific way? Nope. Just personal preference? Personal preference. All right. Okay. So this has to work. You have to narrow it down. It's got to work across all sports. And mm-hmm. you, you watch you watch basically the, the big four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Game day snacks. Ooh. Okay. WWE entrances. Entrance okay. songs? Yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. We're going to go to break. We'll be back on the other side of the PPN Radio Network. Home of getting sports with Drunk on Monday Nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. 
the most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7-365. Yes, your mama's station. Bringing that heat. It is cool. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes. All of them. Yep. So we're here. Uh, Mark Sheen should be joining us shortly from a recliner near you. Um, but we still got the mass Chris Massey. Hey, guys. The man of stolen names. Yes, sir. And the rat. <laughs> That's like a, a bark. The rat just slammed that door shut in your face. All right. So while we wait for Mock, we'll kind of we'll jump into those Riddler rankings. Um, yeah. I don't know why I did that. That was so dumb. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go with Kyle's first. Kyle, your Riddler's ranking was? WWE entrance music songs. Like, so, like, is it just the music or is it like the overall entrance, the whole shebang? Overall what? entrance. Okay. All right, so number five, I'm going to go with The Undertaker. Boom. I mean, the music is not, I mean, it's not like you're going to sit in the car and listen to the music. <laughs> but, like, um, it's just a good entrance. It's a really good entrance. Uh, number four. I'm going to go with uh, Triple H. Number three, Randall Orton. Uh, number two, just basically, bassist for the music only, Chris Benoit. That's a cool song. I like that song a whole lot. Um, and number one is... Oh, PPRN! <laughs> Don't you dare! P- I love the New Day. Yeah. Everything about him is great. I love their entrance. It's so great. All about Does, it. Kendall, I'm, I wanted to tell you, I'm doing research for a bracket. Search mm-hmm. uh, up the uh, 25 most attractive divas of all time. She didn't make the list. Well, you're on the wrong list. Because I've been <laughs> on these lists before, and I can tell you that she's on the list. Yeah. You know who shouldn't uh, be on the list, though? Nikki Bella. Um, I was asking for the, for the entrance music. Does RVD crack at all? I like RVDs a lot. Like, and that build up and <laughs> I also like Booker T's a whole lot. Yeah. Not King Booker. No, um, just the, the standard. CM Punk's like third theme or whatever it was, the one with the living color. Yep. That was really good. Um Edge, you know, there's a lot of good good entrances. The original Ray Mysterio where he jumped out of the ground. Yeah. Boyaga, boyaga. No, that was the second song. Alright, right, number I'll move on to Massey's. So Mass, top five Pokemon. So I mean, uh, going, personal opinion. Yeah, personal opinion. I mean, we're we're not really gonna we're not we're not stretching out of Gen One here. Can I guess what number one is? Sure, Dragonite. No, really? Yeah. Hmm. Gen One favorite Pokemon of all time. Can I get the type? One of the types, if it's a multiple type. Water. Squirtle. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> number two, Dragonite. <laughs> uh, so there is one non-Gen One Pokemon in the list. God, I hope it's Totodile. <laughs> He's so close. <laughs> Number five is Croknaw. Oh, that's his evolution. I like Croknaw a whole lot. Uh, number four is uh, Flareon. Good choice. No. Sorry. Flareon did not make the cut. Number four Ooh, is... Rip Flareon. <laughs> um, Arcanine. Yes. Should be higher, but... Number three, Haunter. It was a good choice. Number two, Dragonite. Yeah. Number one, Squirtle. Yeah. War Turtle and Blastoise. 
I would I would vote Arcanine up to the number three spot, but That's this cool. is your ranking, so I respect it. The correct way to say that was, this is your ranking, so I'm just going to go fuck myself. <laughs> and Kendall's, so yours was game day snacks. Now, if something also doubles as an entree, can a snack apply? Skipped. Oh, man. <laughs> it is a bracket break. <laughs> True. Be a real dick move, though. <laughs> if, it, if it also doubles as an entree, can it still count? Yeah, yes. yeah. It, right. it, the idea of it was like something that you could eat for every game you're watching. Is this? I feel like there's certain snacks that if you're watching one sport over another, you can't. Not that you can't, but you wouldn't want to. Right, Give like, an example, like, please. Like, like when you're at home watching a baseball game, like snacks are kind of like not a thing. I feel like. Kendall, give me right. an example of what you're talking about. So, for, for example, now this, this is just because I associated so much with football is the bean dip. I don't think I'd have the bean dip anything but okay. watching football. All right, so number five is chili. Okay. Mm. Chili's a good football thing. Hockey. It's cold out for hockey and basketball, so. Chili is solid. Chili, chili is solid. Uh, number four is the wing. Yep. Uh, wing is all season. Wing is all season. Number three, buff chick dip. Yeah. Okay. Number two is this, it's called taco dip. Yep. But it's not, like, there's no meat. Is that the cream cheese bottom and then the beans? And no, the... no, no. It's just, so it's like, is it's weird. It's like, it's sour cream, corn, lettuce, tomato, black beans. This is the one Ashley makes. Like, it's all cold. And it's, you a just very, use, it's a refreshing. Yeah, and you use Fritos. Mm-hmm. All about it. Number oh, one. Oh, yeah. And number one? Frito scoops. Number one. Any guesses? Nachos. Nope. Just mm. bag of shredded cheese. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. I want to think about this. <laughs> Mexican style. <laughs> Does this fit for all of your sports or yep. just one specifically? Nope. It's an all season, every sport. Chips. Nope. Popcorn. Nope. Mm. Hmm. Beer. Beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Number one, man. You get the beer all the time. True. That's true. That deserves to be Maybe more. it doesn't qualify as a snack, but it welcome is. to getting sports with drunk. Yeah, I'm sure there there is like some nutrition to it, ish. There is no nutrition to it. Oh come on! Well, there's nutritional values. Sure, it's nothing good for you. What do you mean? There's water in it, right? Right. <laughs> Yeast. <laughs> if you're drinking corn, it's piss though. Carbo carbohydrates. You need carbohydrates. Right. Maybe not that many, but you do need carbohydrates. Right. Liquid bread, they say. Bracket break. Bracket's not ready. Dun, 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 oh dun, so... That's a premature bracket break. Kendall, talk about something. Tell us about your first car well, for see. about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? <laughs> oh my god. So what this guy a fucking pupper. It's pitter patter. So what I will say is in I've owned now two Hyundai Sonatas. And both oh, have, we're not talking about your cars. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> one, 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 real quick, the one, one, two, one funny story. Both have this problem. If you kneel on the driver's seat a certain way, it opens the trunk, and I don't know why. Is that real? It's real. It doesn't happen. All, it doesn't happen all the time. But, but if you just kneel on the driver's seat, yeah, like if you're reaching over, reaching to get over, something, and you, you catch it the right way, the trunk opens. Are you sure it's like you're not your lanyard pulling the no, tab? No, because it's all the way down uh, on the the floor. I don't know. That's weird. That's real weird. That's seems, like a, seems like a safety hazard. That's so funny. It's just like a big fat guy driving. You hit a bump and your right. trunk opens. You, know, you get a fart a certain way, and then <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Fill your car with chili. Yeah. Fart. Open it up. <laughs> Man, I'm thinking about chili now. <laughs> I've always wanted I'll to talk have, about something. I've always wanted to have an authentic Frito pie. I've never had a... I will uh, make one. I actually make yeah. a pretty good so one. So here's a question for you. So we got a couple uh, high-profile drinking events coming up. We've got the Masses Stag. Yeah! Mass, and mass, mass. we have Kendall's Bachelor Weekend. Yeah! At an Airbnb for a Kendall, whole give me a, a yeah. three-day weekend. Yeah! 
And then uh, in the first week of July, we got Kendall's wedding. Yeah. Right? And then the third week of July? Second week. So right after? Right second? after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next week. Actually, I like to bracket things real close. <laughs> and then the following weekend is Massey's wedding. Yeah. And so uh, here's my question. Part now, two. The wedding thing, it's not a, Massey's going away on his honeymoon. You guys are not going on a honeymoon right away? Uh, not, not right away because we got his and then right after, I don't know, to be determined. Probably check out East Haven. <laughs> probably, go, probably go to air. <laughs> yeah, you know. Go see some trains. Yeah. Um, so here's my question. All of them are no problem except for your weekend thing. We're all going away Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're all going to be away from the ladies for a very long period of time. Do we think we're doing a show that Monday? Yeah. <laughs> so one thing we could do, especially with... This a remote show? <laughs> with this crazy times coming, if you want, we can pre-record something if you guys we, we can talk about this off air but if, if you guys think about it, we're gonna be oh we're gonna be burned out at any point we just have some stuff in the chamber well the burned out thing isn't what i'm worried about i'm more worried about all the females being like you were just fucking gone for 72 oh, hours you're screw them I mean, <laughs> yeah exactly this what is, this said. is, this is a, a, like a standing event you know yeah i had to tell ashley halfway through today i completely forgot today was monday i have to go to the show fuck your plans that you already had for us you didn't say that. I did. No, you didn't. I did. What you said was... I will text her right now and prove What that. you said... Well, first of all, I know what you're going to do. You're going to text her. You're going to say, hey, babe, I'm going to send you something super aggressive. Just agree with it. Then you're going to delete it. And then you're going to say, I know how it works. We all texted our mom to come pick us up from something, <laughs> but then deleted the text. But uh, what you said to her was, babe, I'm going to an anabolic convention. <laughs> that is true. I did tell her that. <laughs> and I don't know what Massey's brackets are, but there's a lot of, like, Cladly dressed women on a screen. That's what oh. I just told you it was. Yeah, right. Kyle, what do you want to talk about? Well, I'm remaking my questions real quick. Oh, okay. Give me a second. I'm almost ready. But we could talk about, you know, talk about me, talk about I, talk about I, no I don't one. Want to talk you about know what's funny? Talking. I kind of feel like he was going that way. I'm a proponent of always talking about some bullshit rules in baseball that I think shouldn't exist now True. that I'm getting more into it. I think if the pitcher commits an error <laughs> and it allows a base runner, and then that base runner scores. That should be an earned run. I get it's an error, and errors don't allow for earned runs. But if the pitcher's the reason that the error happened, and he gets on base because of it, that should be an earned run. Am I like like if you hit a ground ball, right? Mm-hmm. If if you hit a ground ball to the pitcher, and the pitcher overthrows the first baseman, and the guy ends up being safe at first because of it, that's an, that should be an earned run on the pitcher, in my opinion. I don't know. Am I wrong? I know it's always been that way, and I hate that. Don't don't make that argument. Like, give no, me some legitimate back and forth on it, Kyle. I want you to chime in too. But don't don't doesn't that make sense that that would be an earned run? If if you hit a ground ball to the pitcher, Kyle, yeah, and the pitcher overthrows the first baseman, and you're safe at first. I get that it's a. I get that it's 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 a it's a no base hit e one, right? Mm-hmm. But when you come around to score later in the inning. That should be an earned run on the pitcher. I know it's not because that's how it's been. Errors don't count as earned runs. I get that. But because the pitcher made the error, it's the pitcher's fault you're on base. So would it's you... not like the shortstop overthrew the first baseman right. and you made a, you pitched a ball that would have been a routine ground ball and then somebody else fucked you out of it. You fucked yourself out of it. So you, you had two chances to get him out and you failed on both. Would you apply that same rule then to a wild pitch that scores a run? Well, wild, are wild pitches considered earned runs, Kyle? No. So if a guy's on third and you throw and completely miss the catcher and he scores, it's not an earned run? Yes, it is. If it's a pass ball, it's not considered a score. Right, if it's the catcher's fault. Yeah. Right, right. So a wild pitch, no. So a wild pitch does count as an earned run. 
Okay. See, I get confused. I know the difference between a pass ball and a wild pitch, but I don't. You know what I mean? Well, I didn't a, know a about... wild pitch would only be is a wild what, Kyle. Would a wild pitch only be recorded as an error if it was a swing and a miss on a wild pitch and the guy went to first? No. It would still be a wild pitch. There's no error on wild pitch. Okay, so okay, so it's not an error. So there is no error in a wild pitch. There's errors on pass balls, right? Yeah. That's E two. Yeah. Okay. So that's my thing, though. I feel like that should be an earned run, and maybe it is. But Kyle told me it wasn't. I'm basing it off of that. So if, if I'm wrong, Kyle's also wrong. <laughs> but like my point is, like if in fact it does not count as an earned run because it's an error, don't you think it should? Well, yeah, because it's you know. After the ball is hit on the ground or in the air, it's out of the pitcher's control for the most part. Mm-hmm. So that that that's when the the, the 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 fielders let down. You know, a routine play. It's an error. The pitcher is the only one. If some something's hit to the pitcher, the person who's entirely controlled the entire time. He threw the ball. The ball is hit back to him. The pitcher is making the play. Right. So I, I so I can agree with that. I, I think that's fair. Um, part of me also thinks that like if you hit if there's a guy in first and you hit a ground ball. And they throw to second and then throw to first, but you beat the run out at first. I feel like it should count as a hit. Right. I know it's a fielder's choice, but like they were trying, they, they were still trying to get you out. It's not like they just threw it to second and gave up on the play. I think <laughs> commonly, let's say in I don't, the percentage wise, I'm just picturing in my head what would be the most common things to happen. A pitcher, a pitcher throwing to first would probably be the most likely thing to be a mistake. Throwing to second, trying to get set up a double play or a pickoff attempt, right, would be two. Right, and then perhaps well, no, because. A pickoff attempt wouldn't, Kyle. Listen. If a guy gets a if guy hits a double and then the pitcher overthrows on a pickoff attempt and the guy ends up scoring on it, that's not a that's an error on the pitcher, but it's still an earned run because he put him on base via hit, right? Right. So it, so either way, that's still an earned run. Mm-hmm. It's just he's also going to get an error attack to him. So yeah, so like if, like if, yeah, if you hit it to him and he turns to throw it to the second baseman and overthrows him, like again, right type of thing, like that that guy at first. Or the guy that got to first, wherever he ends up, he's only on base because the pitcher made an error. Right. Because if the pitcher doesn't make the error, even if the guy gets to first, it's still not a base hit. It would be a fielder's choice. Yeah. And then I don't think there's not not too many opportunities for the pitcher being the cutoff man to throw to home. I don't think. Right. It it could happen, but I don't really. Or like in a situation where like like a popped up bunt and the pitcher just like can't, like doesn't make the catch. Mm-hmm. But it's like an error for like you know, and so right. sometimes it's. And one thing I don't fully understand too, because it's entirely the umpire's call of when it's um a in- infield fly rule, especially like on a bunt. So the infield fly rule is supposed to be if the ball is it's a cert- it's supposed to be a, a, a height judgment by the umpire inside of the dirt, like the the back grass line, right, Kyle? Correct. It's a height judgment, right? It, there's like a, there is like a. Sp- there is like a height, but it's like a, it's like an open-ended height, right? Yeah. And then the umpire kind of gauges it based off that, and then but the ball has to be perceived to land, like, like it has to. Ha- it looks like it right. has to look like it has a chance of landing inside that grass line, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't see it too like often. if it's very clearly in the grass, they're not going to call an infield fly, Correct. like oh. outfield grass, right? Yeah. And you don't see it too often where the pitcher is the one making the play; he's usually being called off. But the, but there there's opportunities where the it's a, it's a short it's a short pop and the the pitcher is, is the one first to the ball so bracket break bracket break give me a break give me a break give me a break oh yeah I fucked that up that's my bad give me a break give me a break break me off a piece of that massy bracket <laughs> we should sing that from now on yeah. oh, oh, and we're sued ah oh, fuck. <laughs> 
All right. Yo, Te Amo break. Yo, Te Amo break. <laughs> I don't know what Yo, Te Amo means. What's that? What's Te Amo? Uh, is that love? Yes. No, that's, that's, that's te a Te Amo lot. is love. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know my Spanish too well. Well, you failed Damn, Spanish, but... too. I love no. a break. I love a break. Man. I just want to recommend right, Spanish 3. Give us this uh, nudie thing that you've got, you perv. Welcome to the WWE Divas Bracket. Man, we have no we have no credibility on the show. <laughs> we are Why would sleazy we? men. We are. I am picking... It has nothing to do with the sleaziness. It's just the amount of WWE content that we sometimes work into a show. I am picking Nia Jax. Well, she did not make the cusp. Massey went, not... went off a Bleacher Report article. <laughs> That's not true. You went off an article, though. I did. Ranker.com or some shit. Sporty Tell. Sporty Tell? That's like a porn <laughs> thing. Yeah, did you make that website? I did. Have you visited that website, Kendall? <laughs> I don't know. I don't you think might so. need to go on there. Well, I think you're right. It had Alexa Bliss at number nine. It, oh, and a nude photo. All right, give it here. No. <laughs> That's Kendall's got to go. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, so Mass actually hung out with her one time at the at the hotel. They just right. that is true. Right. They played strip enough. poker. Enough. Enough. It was Alexa Bliss. It was Candice really... Michelle. It was. Uh... Oh, should I put Candice Michelle on here? No, is this current or all time? All time. I mean, here's the thing. I think Candice Michelle shouldn't be on it because she did porn, so we know what the goods are. <laughs> it's different between doing porn and doing Playboy. Welcome to the WWE Divas bracket. Ah, man, you can't do that voice. It's just too pervy. Looked at me right in the eyes when I said it. To the WWE. Kendall Bracket. All right. Anyways, so. Oh, before you do this real quick, I told Kendall about this on the phone, but I I I didn't tell you guys. I was doing some uh, woodwork the other day, uh, like a week, two weekends ago, and I got a wood splinter in the under part of my eyelid that had to be removed with tweezers. I was really hoping you were going to say in your penis, but you didn't. No, I I called Kendall, and Kendall Kendall was like really mad that I called him about it. I, 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 I picture Kendall being very upset, like actually yelling. He was training while well, it happened, too. Yeah. It was in upstate New York. Really, really. Massey, it's fun. We should, we'll go on a trip one time. You'll enjoy we'll go to yourself. Pittsburgh next year on a train. It'll take twice as long. <laughs> right, how much time you got? <laughs> oh my God, can we actually go to Pittsburgh? I'm dying for some sheets. Not this year. Why? You're broke from your wedding. That's very true. Moving on. <laughs> so is we, Kendall. <laughs> Mock's paying for a wedding. Kyle's figuring out how to pay for a wedding. We have... I'm taking donation. <laughs> for Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> we have 16 slots in our bracket. No, sluts. Was Ooh, sorry. 16, I had to for this. Sorry. That is perfect, actually. in our bracket. Oh, I actually might have to take somebody out here out of here because of the porno thing. Nah. We'll so cross that bridge. All right. Mock, come on. We're waiting for you. This is right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> So it? I don't know. I sent him the. the I thing. am the least knowledgeable of WWE on the show, as in I don't watch WWE, so I don't well, know you who most. Of, should you Jamoke? So I don't know who most of these people are. So if I'm wrong on my rankings, fuck the rest of you. Well, you might not be wrong because Nia Jax should be on here. Hey Kyle, they were doing a tag team match, and Kofi Kingston jumped on top of Xavier Rhodes's uh, shoulders, and they did a morphin time thing in the match. Why am I not watching? I was just kidding. I made that up. <laughs> so. At number one, because I knew if anything else, Kendall would kill me, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> good I, one. I hope 16 better. Uh, number 16 is Ronda Rousey. It is not better. Alexa Bliss. My <laughs> <laughs> God. Ronda Rousey. Uh, no way. Number nine, <laughs> Brooke Adams. Who? I don't know. I think there's some that are, that seems like a non-WWE person, but I do know that name because I'm disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, let's see. That, that might be... 
Brooke Tessmacher Adams. Show me a picture. Her. All right. Uh, apparently a very big TNA career. I don't know what that means. Uh, Impact Wrestling. You said Michelle two? McCool. Versus Michelle McCool? Yep. Michelle McCool. I will vote for that as well. <laughs> Vicky Bella versus Eve Torres. The ravishing. No, no. Ra- what are you doing? We're, yeah, we're wait, trying to vote, fuck, man. Dude, I didn't get to vote I, on the I'll, other one. I'll go through. The, I'm telling you who everybody is. No, Why? no we've never done that. Oh, all right. Yeah, we've well. never done it that way. <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Okay, moving on. Brooke Adams versus Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool. Okay. I don't know who Brooke Adams is. So vote Michelle McCool. All right, Brooke Adams. Michelle McCool has gotten hotter, actually. <laughs> Nikki Bella versus Eve Torres. Nikki Bella. Uh, I guess I will go Bella. I don't like Eve. Paul? Is Eve the one that's coming back? No, it's Eva Marie. Um, I'll she's go not. Nikki Bella just because of the whole twirl thing. The twirl is good. Because I'm a pig. This is Eve Torres. Oh, yeah. No, not her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Nikki Bella moving on. Uh, let's Alicia see. Fox. Really? No one? Uh, I, I'm kind of Lana, the ravishing Russian. Lana? Yeah. Okay, verse. Versus Paige. Ooh. Uh, we have to go naturally. <laughs> Does anyone have a coin? Uh, all right. What, uh, I, I, here, this is moving gonna, on. No, no. You give, you give the premise. Early Paige versus, like, recent Paige. Early Lana versus recent Lana. Hottest Lana versus Hottest Page. Yeah, that doesn't help. Lana. Because <laughs> uh, when Lana was coming out with Rusev in those like pencil skirts and stuff. Mm, that's good stuff. My goodness. Page. I'm a, I'm Page going, is moving on. I'm going Lana. Nope. Page is moving on. Oh, I really don't know. I'm going Lana. Kendall. Nope, we have to Page. Do a vote. Wait, so we have... We have is that two... why you said we had to take a porn star off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have, we have two Lanas, one, one Page or two Page? We it's have one... Lana versus Page. No, no it's one Lana, one Page. Even though Massey's vote really doesn't count. Because you. you haven't voted yet. I'm going with Lana. Oh, she also has nudes. Also, think of Archer. Yeah. Lana! Yeah. <laughs> Are we moving Lana on? Yeah. Yes. Mm, you bastards. Uh, Mary C. Is that how you Maurice. say it? Maurice. Maurice. Versus Natalia Needhart. Nyhart uh, and it's Maurice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Maurice for the win. Kyle, yes. yes. Right. Though Liv- I mean, to her credit, not the worst, but it just Liv Morgan, shit. Liv Morgan versus Kelly Kelly. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's not even fair. You know what? <laughs> what are these seeds? Uh, you know, this is this garbage. Throw Eleven it, versus six. Throw it away. This means nothing. Oh <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> Kelly Kelly. Liv Morgan. Oh. See, Mark needs to be here for this. <laughs> he speaks so much reason. I vote Liv Morgan. Can I think of all the tongues? I know. I think of all of Kelly Kelly's blood. I know. Liv Morgan's is bigger. Kendall. Kendall. Think of the first me. WWE Kendall. you really found. Kendall. Yeah, look at there. me. <laughs> look at me. Channel the Liv Morgan. All right. So here's the thing. This is going off the rails. Here's the <laughs> Because of the ability to have a lot of recent stuff, you know, I think Liv Morgan is fresh in the mind. Perfect. Liv Morgan it is. Moving on. You're you're fucking sellout. I can't make a decision. You're a sellout. They're they're too good. Can I have both? (laughs) Peyton Royce. In in exchange for Alexa Bliss, yes. No, no. Peyton Royce. (laughs) Okay. Versus Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Was Trish Stratus the two seed? Yes. So Lita wasn't on this? Huh? Lita's not on this? No. Oh. Wow. I have a, I have a spot left. You should put Lita on there. 
I have Becky Lynch versus Stacey Keebler. Oh my God! Please don't put Lita against Stacey Keebler. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Stacy Keebler's winning that one. Versus, yeah. Oh. Stacy Keebler's moving Keebler on. legs just go forever. You could have put fucking Rita on instead of fucking Eva Marie or whatever the fucking name was. Oh. Well, great news for you. Again, I said I didn't know who any of these also, people you were. you forgot about... So... Uh... Kyle, I didn't forget anybody. I don't know who any of these people are. Oh, Jesus, you're so loud. John Morrison's bitch. <laughs> who? Melina? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was a fan of her. Alexa Bliss versus Michelle McCool. Listen, Alexa I, Bliss. I'm a Bliss loyalist through and through. Nikki Kyle? Bella versus Lena. Lana. 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 Yeah. Maurice versus Liv Morgan. <sighs> Maurice. Maurice, because he's yeah. fucking the moves. Plus the French accent. Mm. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler. Oh man, Stacy Keebler. You talking now? Right now, we're going Stacey. hottest. Still, Stacy Stacy Keebler has been this way forever, Kyle. Trish Stratus got uglier with age. All right, perfect. Moving on. Stacy's mom has got it going. I'll go. Stacy. She's all I was actually going to vote Trish, but I will concede. Alexa Bliss versus Lana. Bliss. Bliss. I got like okay. 170 photos to prove me right. <laughs> Lana. And one dead pig. <laughs> oh, rip the pig. I like Lana a whole lot. She's good. Yeah, well, you're a fucking pig. Maurice versus Stacy. Stacy. Stacy yeah. versus Alexa. Stacy. Stacy. Stacy Keebler. Listen, she made it as far as she could. Alexa Bliss's whole body is one of Stacey Keebler's legs. <laughs> it's an excellent leg. And she slept with George Clooney. And Test. More it's George Clooney, though. <laughs> it's a good one, too. You can't deny it. All right, so Test. we have... Clooney, Clooney, Clooney. Stacey Keebler. Listen, she, I'm not going to lie. If Lita was on this list, I would vote for her for every round. Who? Uh, Stacey Keebler would have beat Lita. Fair, Not in the first round, though. I would have been really torn. I would have, I would have voted Lita every time. Uh, she's attractive. Oh. <laughs> All right. She's just with Matt Hardy and Edge, and yeah. probably Jeff. I'm just End bracket assuming. break. Another bracket. End bracket break. Oh, do you have another bracket? I have to make it. Oh. I could go through the pop quiz. Do no, it. Do that in the third hour. Did you have to be part of the pop quiz? I can be part of the pop quiz. Yeah, it's you guys versus me, so. Yeah. Or a team. Yeah, you, yeah. Get, you can't get more than eight wrong. So basically, <laughs> how it's going to work is he's going to ask us a question kind of about us. Uh, and but we have to my answers. Right. So we have to agree. But basically, we're whatever we think, we got to remember, we're going against what he thinks. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Do you want to do it now? Sure. All right. Masmic, can you make more? Can you make brackets for the third hour? I'm working on it. Pop right. quiz. Pop quiz. Bling. Hit the bell. Hit the fucking bell. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Paul's favorite pitcher of all time. Pitcher? Yeah. What I think you would say? Yeah. So, like, but that's my thing. Is like, is it, is it him just trying to be an asshole the whole time? No, no, no. Or is it, there, like, legitimacy to it? Legitimacy yeah. to it. I mean, so I would have to say Mark Burley, right? I mean. <laughs> so I think I will. It's been pretty, like, vocal about it. I, I mean, would say Mark Burley. Like, I like Chris Sale, but, and, like, I, I like a lot of the guys that are on the team now, but, I mean, I I think Burley's kind of in the way to go the whole time, right? I mean, I, I know he's my favorite, but... I think he's immediately came to my mind was Mark Burley. Um, I think in, in the past, you know, it was kind of more even. 
sale, sale burly, but I think as time goes on, I think less sale, more burly. So I think, Kyle, we're going to go with Mark Burley. That is correct. All right. On the board. Mock's favorite defensive player of all time. Okay. Michael Strahan. NFL. Moving NFL. On. Michael Strahan. So I'm trying to think who would be over Strahan. Nobody. Um, Michael Pierre Strahan. Paul. Kyle, Michael Maybe. Strahan. Final answer. Pierre Paul. Um, Tuck. Are there any good defensive backs? No. <laughs> I mean, Bradbury is kind of the best they've had. Yeah, I mean. He had a and fuck him if that's his favorite because right. I'd be so pissed. They had a really boring secondary for such a long time. I guess I guess we just go Strahan. You think so? I don't think so. I don't think it's Strahan. It was Strahan last week. Was that question on last week? Yes. I don't remember that. Are you confident it was Strahan last week? Yes. All right. I think it's Pierre Paul, but... It was not Jason Pierre Paul. Uh, we're we're going to hitch the wagon to UMass. Kyle, if you change this answer, you're an asshole. Because <laughs> I am an asshole. Is it, it Jason Pierre Paul? It's Jason Seahorn. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was not the answer last week. You guys week. are idiots. You should have known. What? One wrong. It's my first time playing. How should I know? <laughs> this is, it's like playing skee ball, where like the balls get thrown at you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Kyle's a cunt. My new favorite baseball player, non-Met. And I'm gonna give, I'm, I'm gonna give you the team. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> All right. So hmm. is it Randy Johnson, Kyle? <laughs> I'm talking about it's right now. Oh. Okay, all right. So I, <laughs> so we're talking right now. One of my favorite baseball players. He's on the Diamondbacks. He's still active. Would be uh, Struble Cabrera, and uh, he never played for the Mets, or he's not a Met now. He's not a Met now. He's no, a, no. I'm asking Kyle. Not Met. Like meaning right now. Okay. He's active with the Diamondbacks. I'm a big fan of his. That's who I believe you have on the list. Struble Cabrera. Final answer. That is correct. All right, Kyle. I was fucking. So what genius. is it like? If we get eight wrong, we lose. If we get eight right, we win. It really. Listen. No, we have to make it to the end without getting eight wrong. <laughs> right. so we we qu- just go. How many questions are there? Twenty. It's kind of like a like a growing list. As it? <laughs> so it's like a winless game. Yes, because Kyle's a cunt. Kyle's favorite football player all time. Okay. So. It's got to be Troy Palomaro. Not Steeler. Okay. It's well, you can't <laughs> add that in after. Not Steeler. So wouldn't that be Adrian Peterson? It's either Adrian Peterson or Dante Culpepper. <laughs> so I do Very feel like. too close, guys. So I feel like it, it, it could be Adrian Peterson. It could be Larry Fitzgerald. It could be like a random lion. It's definitely a random lion. I mean, Calvin Johnson, Matt Stafford. He's always been an AP dick writer. And I'm sort of thinking Joey Harrington. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be somebody's favorite player. (laughs) Yeah, his mom. (laughs) I kind of like the Adrian Peterson guess. Um, So, like, some of these are going to be real, and some of them he's just going to have dickhead answers. Yep. (sighs) This isn't a fun game. I thought you guys had good. (laughs) This was a good game. This is a dumb game. Um, I, I, I mean. I'm just gonna try to answer everything truthfully, so I would I would say AP. I'm fine with that. Mass, any objection? Nope. C. 
AP. All right. All right. We're still alive. It's, we got like four right. I didn't know this answer, so I put my answer. Okay. Massey's favorite NBA player all time. All right. It's got to be Fred Van Week. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Van Week, final answer. Nope. You You're put? a fucking cunt, Kyle. Michael Jordan. He's been on the record saying Fred VanVleet is his favorite Raptor. Right now. I said all time. Yeah, but he's a Raptors fan. Yeah. Massey's all time is like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll give you that one. All right. I'll give it to you. Okay. Get off my ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll be on it. No, Kyle. I'll fucking fight you. Paul's favorite basketball player all time, non-bull. Vince Carter. That's the real answer. I don't know what he right. put. <laughs> so we actually had that question last time. And it wasn't no. Vince Carter? No, we didn't have the question. No, we had my favorite. We just did that. My favorite NFL player. Not my favorite NBA player. No. Oh, I thought I thought we had the Paul favorite. We might have. I don't think. Was so, it not Vince Carter? No, nope. yeah, you did because remember the Derrick Rose thing. Oh, uh, that's right. right. There was a discrepancy because it wasn't. It wasn't like clear specified if it was current or right, not. Right, right. So um, all time non bowl. Yeah. Never played for the Bulls. Correct. And I do kind of think we did go... Including in, like, 2K franchises? Yes. Or no? Yeah, I don't know what you did when you were, like, 13. <laughs> well, I didn't play 2K. I played NBA Live. <laughs> I think we did say Vince Carter then. Was it right? And I think it I was. Think so. All right, Vince Carter. I mean... You're wrong. Who was it? Tim Duncan. You're a piece of shit. Oh, Carter. you know what? I remember this. Because <laughs> we did say Vince Carter, and he said Tim Duncan. Why would you even put that? Like, Tim Duncan hasn't even, like, doesn't even crack the top five. You like Tim, Tim. Tim Duncan isn't even, my, isn't even my favorite power forward of all time. Look at the sweatshirt you're wearing. <laughs> it's not a Tim Duncan. But it's Spurs. It's because of Manu Ginobili. Whatever, man. No, what do you mean, whatever? Why are you arguing with the host? Kevin Garnett is better than Tim Duncan. You you're not wrong. the host. You're just the... <laughs> he got you there, man. <laughs> Mock's favorite NHL player right now. Uh, what's what's the funny name to say? Nito Niederreiter? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what what do we always that's say? That's a Pokemon. <laughs> oh, no, that's Niederreiter. Because so bad. That I don't think is the answer. Um, <laughs> it's probably that's my vote. By well, the way. he's a Knights fan, so I know he's not. He uses. Oh, he changed his favorite hockey player all time. Oh, fuck. It was one of those Bruins players. Uh, Sagan. I think it's Sagan. I think it's Tyler Sagan. Is Tyler Sagan uh, or Jamie Benn? Not Jamie Benn. I, I'm going de- to defer to your judgment. <laughs> I think it's Would Tyler Jamie Benn a Bruin? No, I was thinking Tyler Sagan <laughs> and Jamie Benn played together on the Stars. <laughs> I think it's Tyler Sagan. Tyler uh, Sagan. I went Chara. That's not it. I know that. Here's the thing. I know it's Kyle's game and the rules are made up and everything doesn't matter, but I know it's, it's not Chara. I, I, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I, no, no, it's fine. You can mark us wrong. I'm just saying. I know it's not Charlie. Yeah, four wrong. Yeah, a bunch of questions. <laughs> okay. Elf. Same question as last week. I'm seeing how much you guys paid attention. I wasn't there. You might know this. Kyle, Judging off of all the other answers so far, probably don't. Kyle's favorite non-NBA player of all time. He wasn't a superstar, and he was never a sixer. Okay. Oh, the Charles pretty well. <laughs> I, I remember this question and I was really off base. Um his favorite non sixer all time. I feel like it was a trailblazer. Um Rashid Wallace. Oh no, I don't think it Can I ask it can I get a hint? Jesus Master. You know I really like this guy. That that wasn't that, that, that was, it is. That was, that's not the hint that I was Injury. gonna ask. Okay, yeah. Alright. <laughs> It was a trailblazer. <laughs> His name is Brandon Roy. <laughs> Correct. 
Thank God. <laughs> Liked him a whole lot. So not Latrice Rowell. <laughs> Who is Massey's favorite player right now? Not Yachty. The Cardinals? Yeah. Wainwright. Is he there? He's there, right? Yeah. That, that would be a good guess. Um, I'm going to have to either go Wainwright or Arenado. He doesn't know who Arenado is, but that doesn't change Kyle's answers. Because Kyle, I could see Kyle being like, well, it should be. <laughs> yeah. I think with that being said, we go Adam Wainwright. I don't know if it's him, though. It's a weird triangle we got going on here. <laughs> They're just like both staring at Kyle, but I'm kind of also staring at Kendall. I think we go that. I think we go. Uh, I mean, uh, can't think of anybody oh, else. I got. I got. I got to do something. Oh. Just quick, quick, a roster check here. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, let's see. Ooh, and we're saying it's it, Massey's. Active Cardinal right now. Yeah. All right. Do you trust me? I do. I think I'm wrong, though. Do you still trust me? Yeah, I mean... Matt Carpenter. What's the question? <laughs> your favorite Cardinal... Who's your favorite... Yeah, who's your favorite, favorite Cardinal? Car- with the not exception... Of Yachty. Yeah, right. Is it Matt Carpenter? That's what he said last time, so... Yeah, rest your gut on me. Don't move my chair. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like it's either Matt Carpenter... Or, Mess, you went upstairs to go to the bathroom and you came down smelling like food. <laughs> I, I know, because they just made popcorn and it smells fucking delicious. Alright. Um, uh, he said Carpenter last time. Right, let's let's roll with it then. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at the roster. Can I look at the roster? The only other one would be Holiday. What? Drew Holiday. Yes. You talking about Matt Holiday? Yeah. Yeah, dickhead, it's right now. Oh, you didn't say they didn't say right that, now. that that guy has been out of the league for quite some time. Not quite some time, some time, but not like quite at some least two thousand fifteen. No, yeah, he last played for the Yankees. Yes, that's correct. You know, he was not good for them. Kyle, you want to take a bet? You know what I always liked about his uh, player picture? His hat was way too small every year. Yeah, very funny. Kyle, you want to take a bet? Two thousand seventeen. You want to take a bet? Two thousand seventeen. You're gonna buy me dinner after this if you're wrong. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I get paid tomorrow. Was it 2018? Uh, it was, in fact, 2018, and he retired as a Rocky. Well, he fucking one day, so. No. Yes. No. He played a game for the Rockies <laughs> at the end of his career and then retired. Second stint with the Colorado Rockies. Uh, let's see. Did he finish out his career there? <laughs> <laughs> 2018, he, had, he batted 283. That's not bad. <laughs> it's really funny. What's the rest of his stats? Uh, 415 and 434 at 53. Where is Cargo? I have no idea. That guy like disappeared. The last time he was playing, he got traded, I think. He was in the Cubs. He was really good for a long time and then kind of didn't... Di- died out quick. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at players here. I'm just trying to think of how Kyle would think. Listen, this should be a fair player, Mass. How about that? There's your hint. He Not should much be. of a hint. Oh, yeah, it is. He's your best fucking player. Paul Goldschmidt. So, 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 Nolan Arenado. Oh, yeah. That's Nolan. A, that's our best. I mean, like, yeah. are we going off, like, so far this season or who their most talented player is? Nolan Arenado. I think, I don't know. Tyler O'Neill. Definitely not. <laughs> who? 
Nolan Arenado. Is that your final guess? Yeah. Paul Goldsmith. I would have never guessed that. So just so you guys know, <laughs> Kyle texted me and said, first base, not Goldie. No. So I, you did. That's what you texted me. First base, no Goldie. That's not what I mean now. I meant, I meant <laughs> like, oh, okay. He texted me because I was I, I thought Matt Carpenter, but then he texted me, first base, no Goldie. So would you take that as in first base, not Paul Goldschmidt? <laughs> you know who their backup first base is? Matt fucking Carpenter. <laughs> well, you got it wrong. All right. What's next? Kyle, you should I would love to play yourself. this game with Kyle. Kendall, for Kendall's favorite NBA player on the Rockets. Who the fuck's on the Rockets right now? I mean, I guess I would go. Well, hold on. There's got to be a guy on here. John Wall. That might be the guy I pick. Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood. <laughs> Kevin, how do you feel about Imani Brooks? Well, my name is Kendall. Um. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I Namely. want to see John Wall, but knowing Kendall's love for names, I also want to go with Dante Exum. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'll um. go with John Wall. Sure, John Wall. John Wall. Correct. Boo. Boo. I liked him when he was, you know, in college doing the, the dance. Paul's Stupid. favorite football player of all time that was not a bear. Ugh, well, Eddie Royal was a bear, so. Huh. This one's tough because I've kind of like said a lot of guys. I don't know if I've ever said who like, my favorite would be. Favorite? Remember, it's who Kyle thinks your favorite is. Right, but. That like Kyle, that that would be based off of conversations. AJ Hawk, definitely that. Pretty much hate mass now. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying Kyle would think that. No, he wouldn't. Kyle wouldn't do that to me. Well, Mock only... definitely would say Aaron Rodgers because he did last week because he's an asshole. Okay, your hint. It means you have had a long discussion. Paul, how many long discussions do you have with Kyle about the NFL? Uh, At least weekly. I don't know. And you own a merchandise from this guy. Well, Jared Allen was a bear. (laughs) I gave it to him. I laid it up. Jared Allen was a bear, though. Yeah, I know. That's not who wanted to save Waverly. You own the merchandise of him? You have a Steelers Brett Kiesel jersey. Oh, yeah, I do. That's probably who he's thinking of. That's the only thing I can think of. I can't think of any other jerseys yeah, football. He's, he's, the he's only other The only other football jersey I own is a Raiders Charles Woodson jersey, and he doesn't know that because <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> so let's go with Brett Kiesel. Brett Kiesel. That is correct. Through the beard. <laughs> he loved Brett Kiesel. I did. A whole lot. Way better than Troy Polamalu. <laughs> Kyle's favorite non-Pennsylvania mascot. Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguar. Yeah. Final answer. It's the same answer from last week. Buzz. Huh? You bastard. Because you said the Jacksonville Jaguar was like your second favorite mascot when we did mascot rankings. <laughs> so now I kind of remember this question. I think it was something really random. It was. We know a guy that really likes this NBA. Is it the Pelican? Yeah, I think so. Not, pals, pals, uh, pals, not pals, a pals. part of the group. Oh. Oh. Who does Jeff like? The Knicks. I don't think and he their will. mascot's a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> We know somebody who really likes this NBA team. Uh-huh. I can't think of anybody else. Have they been on the show? No. Uh, let's see. Hold on. NBA mascots. Who's Vito's favorite NBA team? I mean, Pat. I think he likes. Here's the, the thing. You guys Florida have Tropics. hung out with him. <laughs> we, we've hung out with him together, really only once. Mike. Um, no, never mind. But I've known him for quite some time. 
Kyle, do I know who this person is? No. Uh, I feel like you're describing a Seth Rogen movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think was he, he know... on this show once? How, he was never on this show, but I think you know of him because you met him at Kendall's house. Eric. No, he was on the show once. Tyler. Vinny? Yeah, he was on the show. Vinny. I've never met Vinny. We've hung out with Vinny more than one time. Like, a lot of times. <laughs> We've, you have met Vinny at Kendall's house. You met kind of met Kendall's no, house. No, because he was on the phone with Kyle the entire time. That was no, the was, year before, though. Yeah, he was at the draft. Oh, all right. So I don't. I know who Vinny's favorite football team is because he sucks eggs. Um, Kyle, <laughs> who's Vinny's favorite base or basketball team? <laughs> it is a Western. Oh, the Sun Gorilla. Yes. <laughs> so is he like the a, purple? Is he like a, a multiple like West Coast fan? No, it's purple, purple. He likes purple. It was the, the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Paul's go-to fast food restaurant. I think last week we said Burger King. Yes. And I think I think we stand by that again. And I think that was right. Yeah, Burger King. Yes. Yeah, it should be. Paul F- favorite Kyle moment non-throwing up. All right, so Kendall, do you remember what it was? Because it was the drive-through. Listen something, to the question. It? Oh, he, that's right. He said not throwing up. Okay. okay. So, uh, re- Were repeat. they present for this moment? Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take a stab. You guys trust me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kyle taking 35 minutes to fall backwards in his recliner. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Kyle sat in his recliner so aggressively he fell backwards while it was reclined, and it took 30 minutes, pretty much 30, <laughs> for him to fall, roll out of the recliner, and have the recliner come back up. It took so long. <laughs> That was so fucking funny when that happened. Oh, God. That All was right. so good. And the recliner hasn't worked since then. <laughs> well, it does, but I gotta, like, really fuck with if it. If you sit in it and you just put the legs up, you lean forward. <laughs> you gotta put the back. You can't, you can't just sit with your legs up. You gotta be leaning back. Kendall, who is the best fantasy player in the group? Uh, Kyle said well, this last time. Yeah, let's just say Kyle. I would pretty much just go right. with that. Kyle, final Let's answer. stroke that ego. Mock, I'm just kidding. It's me. Yeah, we know yeah, it's because we told Mock not to give Kyle the gratification. Kendall's last week. favorite football player of all time. I would like to add in an ad lib question. Okay, that might cost us a negative point, and if okay. it does, I'm sorry. How many negative points? Do we have? Four. Yeah, four. Would you guys okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who is Kyle's fantasy football Achilles heel? Who is Alvin Kamara? <laughs> I was going to say Paul. Paul beats me almost every time. Kyle was in my room today looking up and he saw the he pointed at the fantasy football trophy and I was like, Alvin Kamara. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just in case you guys Kendall's don't know. favorite football Alvin player Kamara of all time? In the championship game against Kyle, that was the Christmas Day Saints game where he scored a b- bajillion points. The one where he even. scored five touchdowns? That's good. I think he scored, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, he scored, I think First he scored of all, me, they kept feeding him. He scored me like 78 points. Yeah, it was insane. Kendall, who's all your right. favorite football player of all time? Jerome Bettis. Okay. Steelers included? Kyle? Yep. Buzz. Jerome Bettis, final answer. Wrong. Who is it? Your love for Ladanian Tomlinson's more than Bettis. Well, that's not true. It's I like, very true. It's not true. Kyle likes, or Kendall likes Bun B because of Jerome Bettis. <laughs> yeah, because only black people listen to Southern hip hop. And if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't want to be black like Jerome Bettis, you wouldn't have listened to Southern hip hop. Oh my God. You like Be- Tomlinson more. I know. I, I do. like I like Jerome Bettis. I you can have... subscribe to that camp. So here's have the you deal. Ever had a you Bettis... have every LT jersey known to man. Because Jerome Bettis retired when I was very young. I mean, we... Okay. Do you have a Jerome Bettis jersey? Did you have a, do you have a Jerome Bettis Rams jersey? I do not. <laughs> do you have do. a Jerome Bettis white jersey? No, just a Bumblebee black jersey. I don't know if the Bumblebees were around. I think that's... A, you a could new... definitely find one. Well, all right. I, you can get one. If you loved them, you would have got it. <laughs> 
All right, you're wrong. Five. Moving on. Massey. Yo. Favorite Ram of all time. So last week you said Kurt Warner. Kyle, is it the same answer as last week? No. So it's no. Chris Long, just so you guys know. But I feel like now it's something even more ridiculous. <laughs> but I yelled at him for it. Could be Stedman Bailey. <laughs> oh. Could be Chris Givens. Oh, uh, fuck. I was just about to say, at least you didn't say Chris Givens. I'll give you, I'll give you this Fuck. <laughs> I'll give you this hint. He's a very good player. Chris Long won two Super Bowls. Not Chris Long. Then you're wrong! Massey, first of all, I know I'm wrong, and that's why I did it. You want to just go Aaron Donald? Sure. Wait, you said very good player? Yeah. Like, so, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good is he? Uh, Could be a Hall of Famer. Could, could be, be a Hall of Famer? He's not yet. Well, it means he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Steven Jackson? Very final answer. I'll let you guys really ponder about this while I go drink a beer. Kyle, can I have a hit? Yeah. What's the hit? No, no, he's not going to give you one. You, just can, you can have a hit, but he's not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, so, listen. It could be Steven Jackson. It could be. It could be Tory Holt. It could be. It could be. It's not, but just say. Kyle, give us position. Because you're a fucking asshole. Give us the position. Best position you've had during that era. During what era? And he's gone. <laughs> all right. All right. So running back was so the best position we had during that era. Uh, I don't know. He had the greatest show on turf as all receivers. <laughs> Steve West Jackson side. wasn't there though, was he? Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. he, he right. so it was flash me a signal. He says a wide receiver. That's what uh, it was. Yeah, greatest show. On turf. So that was that was Tory Holt, Isaac, and Isaac Bruce, Bruce, and uh, who's the guy that went to the Panthers? McCaffrey. Wasn't Ed McCaffrey no, part of it? Not Ed McCaffrey. No, are you talking about Ricky Prohl? Yes. <laughs> Ricky he's Pro. definitely... Wasn't definitely Ed, I thought Ed, McCaff- Ed McCaffrey was part of the greatest show on turf, wasn't he? Um, hmm. I'll try to guess. He was on the Broncos. Stand by. I know he was on the Broncos, but it's something that he played for. He was never a Ram. He was a Giant, a 49er, and a Bronco. Yeah. The Broncos. Yeah. Greatest show on turf. I, 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 feel like he, I feel like he put down Tory Holt. That's. You think it's wrong? It's either 1734 or 3417. Alright, so after much deliberation, you know, we, we and yearn a, a lot of thought, I think we, we've come to the undeniable conclusion that. Kyle is out to get us. I saw your phone. He just messes right up. <laughs> I tried I to. I like how I like but how your phone auto like, me the link and then he's just not going to join the show. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> your phone auto locked, so I don't know what the answer is. Um, because right, you flushed just as I was about to go put in the password. Isaac Bruce, final answer done. You looked at my phone. Done. I didn't. Yes. Am I actually right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mock's favorite brewer of all time. Like brewery? No, brewer. Like the baseball team? Yep. Oh, mm. Jesus. Kristen Yelich. I could be Stan Ross. I want you to really think about it. So, I know he liked Ryan Braun for a long time, and then kind of didn't anymore. But, I wonder if that kind of outweighs... Kyle, could we have a position? No. Mock's not here. We need some help. Was it Brandon Woodruff? Your, your hint <laughs> is, is that... 
Kendall's he, right. He played for his favorite team, and that's why he's his favorite player. All right, so a Yankee, that was also a Brewer. Uh, a Brewer then became a Yankee? Or? C.C. Sabathia. Mm-hmm. I was thinking reverse. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Jacob Rupert. <laughs> C.C. Sabathia. Paul's favorite color. Oh, did I get C.C. right? Yes. Nice. I mean, it's, it's purple. Purple. Even I know it's purple. Uh, I'd go with that. Purple. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see Kyle being like, no, green, because it should be. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have five strikes. Okay. How many more questions? Uh, like six. Okay. All right. Kendall's favorite animal? Uh, cheetah for the cheetah print glasses? I don't know. The tortoise show. <laughs> you know, we had this conversation recently. Did we? Yeah, not during this game, I don't think. <laughs> oh, Kendall, what's your favorite animal? I don't know. He likes cats a whole lot. I don't really like anything. Um, Delilah Georgette. Final answer. <laughs> no, that's um, no one's favorite animal. Would you say it's a giraffe? Would you say it's an alpaca? I can't no. think of it would be like a predatory animal or not. She's kind of a docile person. Kyle, need a hit. No. Yeah. Does oh. it have legs? I like game birds. Yeah. <laughs> it has legs? I'll give you that. <laughs> Which one? Game birds or Snakes legs? don't have legs. Fish? Most things <laughs> in the ocean don't have legs. Yes, it has legs. Okay. I don't know. I'd be hard-pressed to say turkey. Does it also have, <laughs> hold on. Does it also have wings? Not answering that question. Just give me, let so me yes. legs and wings. Yes. Can you eat this? It has legs. <laughs> yes, you can eat this. I'm saying turkey. Let's go turkey. <laughs> Is it no, turkey? Nah, it's a rat. Oh. Well, I mean, you could eat it, but... <laughs> I guess. Pretty sure you can eat it right. in like the Philippines. You have kiwi. three questions left. You have six wrong. Alright. Same question as last week. Uh oh. Same answer as last week? Yes, you needed Paul for this last week. You needed Tonight? me? Yep. And they got it wrong because I wasn't here? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Kyle's top five favorite Power Rangers. Like, do they have to be in order? No. Or do they have to be like actors or whatever? No. So like, colors? So you do colors, but you know who my favorite are. So one is Tommy, the Green Ranger. So like, do I have to? I'll give you two because Tommy's both. Yeah, green and white. Yeah, he likes Adam. There was the Black Ranger. It's Adam. Okay. Um, one of the Blue Rangers. And one of the Red Rangers. Jason. So the other two are not in the original series. You know this since we talked about it. Yeah, I can't remember the series. Adam, um, oh boy. there was a uh, Tony Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, can you tell me if it's from Actually, Dino Thunder? No, it's not. Is it from Tommy Time Force? Also, nice try. Time was also in Dino Thunder. Uh, is it from Power Rangers Turbo? It is. Was he in Power Rangers Vortex? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You guys can use Kendall to look it up. No, Kendall, just type in, go, go to Google. Tommy Oliver. That's Tommy. Did I already say Tommy? The Green and White Ranger? <laughs> yeah. And and we said Adam, the Black Ranger. Tommy just... becomes the Red Ranger? Yeah, Tommy's like pretty much all of them, except for like the Pink Ranger. He was Kyle... a Black Ranger in Dino Thunder. I know Nights. Kyle's a big Aisha fan. I'm not. <laughs> I'm impressed that you know who the... Kyle, I'm impressed that you know who the third Yellow Ranger all, no, was. No, all, all. 
Kyle, Blue is Rangers. it actually a Power Ranger or is it an All... ally of the Power Rangers? It's a Power Ranger. Okay. Fuck Zordon. You like you like Alpha though. Alpha's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you scroll down. Oh yeah, right there. No Wiki fandom. Yep, you want that category? Blue Ranger, right there. That, yeah, yeah. Scroll down. Just keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Right. Uh, Justin. Can you zoom in at all? Paul. Hello? Justin. Justin Stewart. I have never heard that name. That's a Blue Ranger from Power Rangers Turbo. Did he say the Blue Ranger from Turbo? He said it was from Turbo. So it wasn't the Blue Ranger from Turbo. Yeah. There's been a lot of Blue Rangers. Oh, Rocky. You liked Rocky, you liar. Doesn't mean he's on the Rocky list. DeSantos. I'll give you a couple of guesses. Oh, look at this guy. Flint McAllister. What a cool name. So, get rid of Blue Rangers, because Billy's from the original one. No, stay on it, Paul. Blue Rangers? I told you this. I I can't see the names. Is the problem. I need to be zoomed in. Kyle, what series is the Blue Ranger from? No, I I need to be zoomed in. Here's the thing. This guy played in Space and Turbo. As the Blue Ranger? Scroll up. No. He was a Blue Ranger in one of the series. All right, so TJ, Kyle, you guys agree? Paul, hold on, Matt, you're fucking just ripping out names left and right. I'm trying to read. <laughs> Scroll Here, down. Here's this guy. Paul, look. Yeah, it, 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 it's this him. Yeah, that's not gonna help me. <laughs> but yeah, that guy kind of looks like the guy from Scrubs, so I would go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Superman. That you guys are going with TJ? Yeah, I'll go with TJ. I remember the name. That is right. You have one more. You gotta what guess, color? You gotta guess it in two. What color? Red. Alright, it's not Andros. They weren't really creative with this name, Blue Prism Ranger. <laughs> Kyle, is it from Power Rangers Zero? Zio? I'm not telling you anything. There's the Mighty Morphin. You have two more guesses to guess the fifth one. I remember him telling me that Dax was like the shittiest Power Ranger for them. Wasn't there a Power Rangers Dino something? Press one. Power Rangers in space! Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. Power Rangers Time Force. Power Rangers Wild Force. Is it, is the is this guy popular? He's popular among the Power Ranger fans. Does that make sense? Power yeah. Rangers Dino he, Thunder. He is considered one of the better Red Rangers. There's only two names that come to mind with the Red Rangers. Which are? Leo and Andros, but I don't know if it's either of them. I'm going to go with Leo. I know Leo was a badass, uh, but I can't remember where he was from. I think he was from, like, Galaxy or something. Lost Galaxy. Yeah. All right. Should we get two guesses at this? All mm-hmm. right. Leo? No. All right. I don't want to know. Right. I don't so know. There's, there's, <laughs> I all of a sudden don't think Andros is right. Because so there's Jason Lee. It's Scott, not Jason. Okay. So there's TJ from Turbo, Tommy from Zeo, Andros from In Space, Leo from Lost Galaxy, Carter Grayson from Lightspeed. West from Time Force and Lauren Shea. Give me a hint. Nothing from Time Force I like. Kyle, was it one of the names I mentioned? I'm not telling you that. But I mentioned... Is it Andros? You guys all agree? Yeah. Yes. Just to move on from this. this. (laughs) Andrews is the second best Red Ranger. Leo's the best. The best one to me is Jason. Leo's the strongest. 
Yeah. Where's Lord Zed all up in this? Uh, he's one of my he's my favorite villain. Yeah, right with Rhea. Rhea. Paul, I wrote this question just for you. Oh, great. Who no is, pressure. Who is Paul's favorite people in Power Rangers? People. I don't know what that means. The the <laughs> race, your favorite race in Power Rangers. I don't think that's what it means. Kyle, is that what it means? No. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Bulk and Skull. <laughs> what? Power Rangers. Bulk and Skull. I don't know what that means. Bulk and Skull are like these two like like anti heroes. I guess I don't know how to describe them. They're just two like 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 way older than the Power Ranger like villains, but like they're not <laughs> villains and like they help, but they're assholes. Are they like Pain and Panic from Hercules? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Moving on, Kyle. It's impossible for us to lose, so Bulk give us and last skull. one. And so Kyle says, this is worth two, you asshole. <laughs> it is <laughs> worth two, you asshole. Yeah, no. fucking dick. <laughs> Say something. Since we've been watching baseball, what is my round, my Mount Rushmore? Your what? Hand, since Can I get a year? Like Since, like, I'll say, like, 2001. It consists of three hitters and one pitcher. Okay. None for my favorite team. I would say no Phillies, right? No Phillies. Okay, so Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. Mike Trout. Bryce Harper. No. I think Mike Trout's on there. He's, Kyle has been on record constantly saying Mike Trout's on I can see Mike Trout. Um, uh, see, for, for the pitcher, I was thinking... Big sexy. Kyle hates Bartolo Colon. <laughs> Um, he just hates the hype about him because he was an. He, 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 at the end of the day, Bartolo Colon. He's a great, lovable human being. He was an inning eater, average pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you said he was an affiliate. I was thinking about. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, he was. The pitcher was a affiliate. Oh. Okay. Cole. I overlooked it. Or Holiday. Kurt Schilling. See, you know now. I think you got it. I think you got it. So now I'm torn. Well, <laughs> I think you got it. I, oh, oh, what was the first name that came to mind? So I was thinking Roy uh, Halladay, but then I was thinking about Cole Hamels. Well, who was better, legitimately? Well, but it's 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 just different because it's Kyle started nodding when you said Roy Halladay. I Kyle speaks right, very so, Roy Halladay. So let's go Junior, Mike Trout, Roy, Roy Halladay, and Derek Jeter. Although he wasn't that good defensively. Got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, did I get it? No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh you were just saying it because of the defensive thing? Do you think there's any chance that Big Poppy's on there? No. I don't know, because Kyle, Kyle has... I've never heard Kyle say anything bad about Big Poppy, and he's one of the most clutch hitters of all time. I saw him hit, like, when I was in Disney, he hit game winner, like, every game I was there. <laughs> it was insane. But it's not Big Poppy, I'll give you that. And there, there are certain players who are still active on this Mount Rushmore? Or everyone's retired? Uh, two are active. Okay. Actually, right, so we got who? Who's so who? I think Griffey and Halliday, Trout, and we need one more. Pools. One more active player. Pools. Well, unless unless it is just Bryce. He said he's he... not. He's only one's a Philly. Oh right. Um, I think it's Pools. It's either Pool. I think it's either. All right. I'll stop you guys here. I feel like it could be Pools. I feel like it could be Yachty. It's not Roy Halliday. Cole Hamels. No. Cole Hamels. So, I thought you had it. He wasn't affiliated for a very long time. Kurt Schilling. That's why I f- kind of forgot about it. Kurt Schilling. He was there for a very long time. <laughs> and the other guy is still active, but he's at the tail end of his career. So, 
that could still be Yachty and could still be Pools. <laughs> Both, I think. It's not Pool. This guy, I think, hadn't done. Hadn't. You'll see. So I know Kyle really likes uh, Bobby Abreu a whole lot. Maybe he wasn't a pitcher. I was just trying to think if we. I was trying to reassess our, our order of things. Two active. You got one... two right. I think the pitcher's retired, but pitched for the Phillies. I think that's kind of where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the other the the other one's a position player. Um, you got Trout and Griffin. So pitching, it could be Cliff Lee. Um. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, hold on. So the pitcher is retired. I don't know how long he was there, but your boy was there. For, was a Philly. Mm-hmm. Which one are we thinking? Pedro. Pedro's a Philly. Kyle's yeah. always. Kyle has said a lot of. Has always said good things about Pedro. I think Pedro's worth putting in the pitcher's conversation. So yeah, I feel like it's got to be a guy like that because if he said he forgot that he was a Philly, I, I mean, I'd never, I never. I only know he played for the Phillies because of a conversation I had with Kyle one time. But okay. I don't know. I, don't, I know him as an expo and a Met because I don't think he would forget about Cliff Lee being a Philly. So I think Pedro is actually a safe. Okay, so we're gonna go with Pedro as the pitcher, and then so the other player is an active player that's at the tail end of his career. That, in his opinion, has done more than Pujols. Which is hard, because then you have to go off of, like, a kind of, like, a... Not, not biased standpoint, but, like, a... Kyle standpoint? No, I'm not saying Kyle standpoint, but, like, it's a subjective standpoint. You'll, you'll understand when you hear Because Pujols is a name. You know, Pujols has owned right. so many records. If it makes you feel any better, you got Pedro right. All right, so let's, let's think of, like, really... Miguel Cabrera. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good player. <laughs> I love how Paul just leaves. Let's think of Miguel. Miguel Cabrera. That's so right. Pedro, Miguel, Griffey, and Trout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's good, Rushmore. So why I, I say Pedro because he started off as this hard-thrown guy. Then his arm died out. And then he had to learn how to pitch to contact. And he did it very well for so long. He wasn't a good Philly. Enter- entertaining pitcher, too. I, I chose Miguel over Pujols because, one, he won the Triple Crown. And, two, I think, like, during his time, he was more important to the Tigers than Pujols was to the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, I could argue that. You can say that argument. And Griffey and Trout are, like, my two favorite players. Go ahead, Mass. Break a break. We're just going to skip the break. Yeah, we're just going to break. This is a break a break. Bum, 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 Welcome, hey, is, gentlemen. Real quick, is there any way that Andros makes it off of your top five Power Ranger list on the New Day Make It On? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen, to the top 16 athletes who have never won a championship. Okay. So, I'd left one open for you guys. Do you guys want to collectively come up with one name? I'll tell you if it's already on there or not. Um... You can so, go Griffey. Griffey's already on there. Marino. Already on there. I'm trying to think of somebody who's kind of random. Trout. Trout's not on there. Do you want Trout? 
Does this list comprise of already retired players, though? For the most part. Is there any Actually, any? entirely. Okay, no, we'll leave Trout out of it. I feel like we have to go on another retired person. I feel like we can't pick Larry Fitzgerald. Um, uh, I lied. Not entirely. Fitzgerald's on there. Okay. Um, well, he's retired, right? Didn't he retire this year? Nope. No, I think he's coming back for one more. So far. He hasn't signed his new contract yet. Um, Jim Kelly? Jim Kelly's on there. I don't know because I feel like a lot of big names are on, on the bracket already. They are. Most of the big names you can think of are on here. Think of one of your team's greats that has never won a championship. Alan Iverson. Already on there. Brian Erlacher. I can put Erlacher on there if you guys want. Yeah, I mean, if we just need one more person to round out the list, let's put on Erlacher. Well, I mean, there's somebody else. Who? I don't know if he's on. Is Don Cherry on your list? It is not. We can, we can swap that. Yeah, there's no point, though, because you guys don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> just, just leave Brian Erlacher on there for the sake of just the bracket. Okay. Uh, none of you guys know who Don Cherry is. Respect the sweater. A, you should know after watching Letterkenny who he is. Say so he's got a he's got a pet he's drive a hockey player. Or, uh, not a pet drive. What am I trying to say? <laughs> All right. So penny drive. What the penny drive? Penny for drive. The Don right, yeah, pet yeah, right. Um, dumbass. We got Dan Marino versus Charles Barkley. You know what? I'm going Charles Barkley. These aren't going to be easy. These there are, are s- Hall of Fame players. Are there three basketball players on this list that all There played? are more than... Uh, well, saying, are there one? three that played with Jordan? Uh, yeah, by the way, before we yes. do before we do Erlacher, was John Stockton on this list? Uh, and Carl Malone. Carl is on the list. Stockton's not. Do you want Stockton? Uh, Take Erlacher out and put Stockton on. Okay. Best white basketball player ever. Uh, you watch him out. Besides Larry Bird. Christoph Smith's <laughs> All right, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Dan Marino versus Charles Barkley. I say Charles Barkley. See, it's, I got one for Charles. I can go with Charles from the standpoint of like Charles never won a golf tournament either. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. He, they beat uh they beat uh Steph Curry and the other guy. Him and Phil Mickelson won last year. I beat Curry. And <laughs> That's very funny. I think he beat Manning, right? Yes. Um. Yeah, it was Manning and Curry. Yeah. Um, it's tough because it's like Dan Marino has all these accolades yeah. without the ring, which made him a Hall of Famer. Not that Barkley's not. Barkley's a Hall of Famer. And he's one of the top 50 greatest basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. But like Barkley, like it's tough. It, it's Is Barkley a top 10 in his position all time. Yeah. Whoa. It depends where you put him as. He's a power forward. That's what he played. He was not a small forward. I think he'd be a power. I think he is. Maybe in today's NBA, but he was a power forward. Uh, I'm going to look at what no, Wikipedia I think, he, I think he still is. They're going to list him as a forward. That would be my guess. Because he, he kind of interchanged three and four, but... Here's the thing. Dan Marino never had the defense around him. Charles Barkley was pretty much a one-man team in Phoenix. And but, in Philly, he kind of carried that team, too. As a bias, I think I just like Barkley better, honestly. And, and it's not even for his playing career. It's for, for post-career. <laughs> um, don't take post-career in there. I know. Um, I think it's tough. I'll go Barkley from the standpoint of, like, at the time of Barkley's career, 
Barkley's biggest thing was wanting to be better than Jordan, but the rings really, I mean, Jordan was just better. He's a yeah. better basketball player. But, like, if Michael Jordan had lived one of those careers where he only won one ring and Barkley won five, there'd be more of an argument for it. Whereas, like, Dan Marino, like, at the time was like, like who was he really competing with to be? He was the John best Elway. quarterback. But he was the best quarterback. I mean, I don't Elway think. won more rings. But if you go back in time, though, I don't think anybody. I, I think if you took a poll of, of 100,000 people that were diehard football fans and watched football, not just the Dolphins, not just the Broncos. Would say Marino. Marino was better quarterback than John Elway. I would agree. I versus think, nobody. Like, well, you, you, and you need to consider this, what you're exactly saying, Paul. In the 80s, Marino lost one Super Bowl or two, I can't remember. One. And, El- and Elway made it back. And Elway lost three yes. in the 80s. So basically, it's like it's it's one and the same. You know, yes. they, they achieved the same amount of success where Marino statistically you know, was way better. I'm going to give it to Barkley because I think Barkley winning a ring completely changes the dynamic of what he was, his player, like who he is as a player. More than it would Marino. Like, if Marino had won a ring, I don't really think we'd be looking at Marino any differently. He still made the Hall of Fame without it. Yep. All, he still had all those accolades for all that time. I agree. Charles Barkley, like, you know, maybe, maybe he's considered a top 10 basketball player all the time he wins a ring. I'll give so, it to Barkley. Curly on. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Give me some low season pizza. The $5 box at Rocks is Rocks. Remember the uh, first time you saw that? It was so funny. Trying to see if there is an order to the top fifty, and it doesn't look like there is. No, they didn't make an order. They did that to avoid controversy. Uh, they didn't right. want. They didn't want to do that. Ichiro Suzuki versus Dan Fouts. Ichiro Suzuki. Yeah, I, I'll go with that. Fouts was uh, a good player. Uh, Ichiro, but... off of the standpoint alone, that if he played MLB baseball for his entire baseball career, he'd have more hits. The than... hits record wouldn't e- would be untouchable forever. I mean, it probably already is because of what the type of baseball that we're playing now, where so many people are going for home runs versus like base knocks. But like, like Ichiro would have demolished Pete Rose's record if he played MLB baseball from the age of twenty. He has yeah. more career hits than Pete Rose, just not on American soil. I I give it to Ichiro. I, mean, I I agree. I mean, I, listen, Dan Fouts, great player. It just it's I kind of go for I go for the opposite argument, whereas like like Ichiro, like like. That ring, like, it's like the only thing that eluded him. Everything else was there. Just that ring. He even had me call a home run in, yeah. in Pittsburgh. Pretty incredible. Former teammates, Danny Tomlinson versus Philip Rivers. With Danny Tomlinson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Larry Fitzgerald versus Jim Kelly. Fitzgerald. I'm torn because it's like for for Jim Kelly to go to four straight and walk away with empty handed four times, it's just heartbreaking. Um But I in turn, you know, Fitzgerald is just Fitzgerald uh, might be the biggest example of all time in individual performance and efforts and then not having a ring to have for it. I mean, to to combat like what he did numbers wise with the stand up guy that he is and then to not have like like, here's the thing, like, knowing what I know now about Larry Fitzgerald's career, and even though I have all this love and admiration for certain people, if I could go back in time and change the outcome of that Super Bowl, I would just for Fitzgerald to get a ring. I yeah. know it's, you know, it, it, it's not a shot at either of you, but it's like, that. W- if there was another Super Bowl, I'd give it to him. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, that was his only shot, and and, 
and it was close. You know, he was. So he was. He caught the game go ahead. He was him? one catch away. He was one catch away. I mean, San Antonio Holmes essentially had caught a walk off touchdown. Yep. I mean, he was one catch away from yeah. winning that. I, I have no and it problem. took a miraculous catch. Yeah. You know? I have no problem with Fitzgerald. He's been a model of consistency his entire career. All right. And again, like kind of going back to what we talked about with Charles Barkley, like I think if Fitzgerald gets that ring, I think there's a lot more argument for him being the best wide receiver of all time. Because, I mean, Jerry Rice put up all these numbers, but Jerry Rice also had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right. Who did Larry Fitzgerald have? He had one Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, John Skelton. <laughs> and Kevin Cobb. He had one Hall of Fame quarterback for a very short window. Well, what, two years? Three years? Two and he was pretty good with Carson Palmer. But, but I'm saying, but like, yeah, Hall I, of Fame quarterback. I mean, Jerry Rice's whole 49ers career was with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yep, remember Carson Palmer was a Raider. Who was this? Yeah. Well, actually, wasn't he? Wasn't He was a Raider. When Rice was a Raider. That was with Gannon, too, right? Yeah. He, Which he, was an MVP quarterback. He played on the Super Bowl team that lost. Rich Gannon had such a bad game. Could you imagine if he won that, the Raiders won that Super Bowl and Jerry that, Rice had it? That was the end of his career. Yeah. No, the, he, didn't he finish off as a Seahawk? He, he played some. No, I'm, I'm saying Rich Gannon. Like, after that, he wasn't the same. MVP year. I mean, that guy was on backyard football. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Rich Gannon and. <laughs> Carl Malone? Versus John Stockton. John Stockton. From this. I don't know. I can't really, can't really speak on this. Both Michael Jordan's fault. Yep. You know what's funny is that they only lost to Michael Jordan twice in the finals, but it feels like they lost to him a hundred times. Because <laughs> they met him in the playoffs a couple times. No, too, right? they only could have met in the finals because they were East and West. Um, oh, all right. I'll say Carl Malone. I do think he was a better player. I'll give it to Carl Malone because I think the records that John Stockton holds are legacy enough. Yeah. I mean, like I don't, I don't know that the assist number is ever going to be broken, or the steals. The steals are never going to be broken, right? I mean, career steals is insane. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. John, John Stockton might be the best non-scoring point guard of all time. Would you agree with that? Non-scoring point guard? Yeah. If you take scoring out of the equation, he's the best point guard of all time. I wish I had to see him play. Yeah. Hairy legs. <laughs> so hairy. <laughs> Patrick Ewing versus the kid. King Griffey Jr. We're talking about King Griffey Jr.? Oh, okay, I was making sure you weren't talking about Jason Kidd. Yeah. I saw him on your computer earlier. The um. Kid. I'm going to go Ken Griffey Jr. just because even if Michael Jordan wasn't around, I don't know that that Knicks team would have been enough to get through all those teams in the West. I don't know that they would have been able to beat Houston. I don't know that, like, I don't know that they would have been able to beat Akeem Olajuwon. I don't know that they would have been able to beat Sean Kemp. I don't know that they would have been able to beat Barkley. I don't know that they would have been able to beat Stockton and Malone. So I don't think that Michael Jordan is, like, the sole reason for that, whereas, like, Michael Jordan pretty much is the sole reason Malone and Stockton don't have rings. Um, and his retirement is the only reason that Olajuwon has them. Um <laughs> I mean, I give it to Ken Griffey because Ken Griffey is regarded by some as the best baseball player of all time. I think to be considered the best of all time at, in a sport and not have a ring to back it up. I mean, Brady's got him. Gretzky's got him. I don't know who'd be considered the best. Oh, Jordan. Jordan's got him. LeBron has him if you go that route, too. Ken Griffey Jr. <coughs> is regarded by some as the best of all time. It doesn't have a ring to go for it. Yeah, that's fair. I think, that you got, I think it's got to be Griffey on that argument. If he didn't get hurt, he would be the best player of all time. I can't wait for Kyle to make that same argument 15 years from now about Trout. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Allen Iverson 
versus Don Mattingly. Alan Iverson. Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly wasn't, like, he was good for those Yankee teams, but he wasn't good. But to play for the Yankees and not get a ring. <laughs> I get it. Alan Iverson <laughs> was on one good 76ers team, and he was the only guy on that team. So they didn't really deserve a ring. <laughs> and, I, and I get it, but, like, his, his talent level was better than Mattingly's in baseball. You talking about practice? I mean, I, I guess you can give it to AI. I mean, I don't. Kendall, I got um, one for each. Well, you know, what's odd? I actually didn't know Mattingly didn't win. No, he was part of the bad Yankee team. Yeah, you know the Yankee teams that just made the playoffs and didn't make the World Series. <laughs> kind of like now. Yeah, we can go Iverson. I mean, yeah, we can go Iverson. AI, moving on. Either one of them would have lost in the next round. So, <clears throat> one of the ones I think will be actually pretty hard. Randy Moss versus Pacers. Reggie Miller. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Over Reggie Miller? Yeah. Reggie Miller was a good three-point shooter, and he was known for it. He's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Still is. All right. I actually thought that that was going to be a harder conversation. No, because Randy Moss is considered the greatest of all time at his position. Yeah, Randy, Randy Moss is in that argument for greatest wide receiver of all time. He was on a fucking undefeated Patriots team. Yeah. I mean, just that alone. Charles Barkley versus Suzuki? Suzuki. Yeah, I, th- I just think that the Vitri argument is just it's so tough. Yeah, I think Vitri was better at his part than Barkley was at his. Okay. Tomlinson versus Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yep. I mean, I, I'm going to vote Tomlinson just because I have such a, a, a heart for but I get it. But no, I like, cause, like, Tomlinson is already in the Hall of Fame. Fitzgerald is not. But Fitzgerald's going to get it without the, without no, I the know. ring. But I'm just saying, like, Tomlinson, was, I think, looks better at his position than Fitzgerald. <laughs> what? No. No, no, You no, think Tomlinson no, no. was a top three running back all time? I think he could have been. He didn't go to but he wasn't. Pass. But he, but he's not. He retired. He's not. Fitzgerald, but is Fitzgerald a top three receiver all time? Yes. Top five. Is he top five receiver all time? Yes. Do you think Tomlinson's top five running back all time? Yeah. You really think so? You think he's, so you think he's, so let's, I'm just throwing names. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just throwing names. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, um, Gail Sayers, Adrian Peterson. Is he better than any of those? Eric Dickerson. Marshall John Brown. Brown Eric Dickerson, Marshall Falk, OJ Simpson. I never seen. I know you didn't see him play, but you didn't see Charles Barkley play. You know what I mean? Like, so you you go off of things you know. You go off of things you've read, things you've seen, highlights you've seen. Like, like what I'm saying, but like, like, like. I mean, I I think there could be an argument for Tomlinson in some regard. It's tough because I do think he did retire with some gas still in the tank. I mean, he definitely was not the same player he was, especially in the, the, the tail, you know, the Jets' career. It's not. I don't know that um, you guys noticed, but I didn't put Barry no, on this list. That's what, who? Barry Sanders. Well, you should have. Should have, yeah. but I didn't. That's fine, but I, I mean, I don't think you can. I, I don't know. I don't think you I can mean, stand by the argument of, of. I don't think Ladainian Tomlinson can be argued as better at his as a better running back than Fitzgerald is a better receiver. Yeah, no I mean, Larry Fitzgerald for how long? When was Larry Fitzgerald drafted? Two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Four, two thousand three. So from 03 to today, Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles than drops. Yeah, yes. I mean, listen, I have no, and, I got no. Problem and we we've Fitzgerald already run down too. his resume of quarterbacks. Two thousand four. No, I, I get it, but like, Kyle, two thousand four. Was it? But either either way, 
I, I yeah. I mean, listen. I got if, if Fitzgerald wants to advance, I got no problem with that. I like him. I like him too. <laughs> I I think the ring. I think I think the ring is would be more important on Fitzgerald's finger than it would be on Tomlinson's. I would have to agree with that. I don't know that it makes much of a difference, but it, I would say it would probably make Larry Fitzgerald a solidified number two in conversation for one. LT wouldn't even be top three. Well, like I think if LT got a ring, it doesn't bounce him up the running back charts. Not nearly as much as I think. If I think if I think if Fitzgerald were to retire with a ring, I think it. I think it solidifies him over Moss. I mean, the thing yeah, that I Moss too. was. The, I mean, here's the thing. The the, the 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 thing about Larry Fitzgerald is Larry Fitzgerald was not Randy Moss. No, he wasn't the the sixty yard bomb over the shoulder catch. No, but he, he wasn't. Was he wasn't. He wasn't the make forty five guys miss type of thing. But he was also, I mean, but he's he's this nine catches a game for a hundred yards guy. I mean, he's he's the guy that will legitimately slaughter you without you even noticing it's happening, and he did it so consistently. I I don't know. Larry Fitzgerald's moving on. Well, Kyle, who'd you vote for? I would vote Tomlinson. Okay, so we got two, we're two and two, so we got to flip a coin. We got to be fair about it. Uh, heads, for, heads, heads for Fitzgerald. Yep. Flip a coin. says heads. All right. Fitzgerald's moving on. Carl Malone versus the kid. Uh, King Griffith Jr. <laughs> I'm envisioning a final between Kid Griffey and Ichiro. No, here's the thing. So, and, and I'll say King Griffey because if he had a ring with his stats right now, I think people would consider him the greatest baseball player of all time. He's not in the consideration of the greatest baseball players of all time because he doesn't have a ring. Malone wouldn't be considered the greatest of all time. No, I agree with that. But I also think that there's something to be said from Malone's standpoint. Why I'm going to vote for Carl Malone is from the standpoint of it is consistently talked about how close he got and never got it. I mean, Carl Malone, other than Jim Kelly on this list, sniffed championship more than any of these other guys. I mean, did, did King Griffey ever even sniff a championship? Yeah, he had the, he was part of the team that had the greatest record of all time. But did they make it to the World Series? No. no. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, so, like, he never even, like, so he ne- he never sniffed it. You know what I mean? Like, he never even made it. And that's not saying, it's no shot at him. I'm not, it's not his fault. I'm not going to sit here and say that by any stretch of the imagination. But, like, 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 Carl Malone was, like, there. Like, he was right there, what, three times? Yeah. Wasn't he there as a Laker too? Yeah, and lost in the finals. Did they ever go game seven or? I know one went six. I think the other one went five. Never, never game seven. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I feel like the Bulls only won one of those six championships on their home court. Uh, 2004 NBA Finals with the Lakers went to game six. Uh, and he lost in the fifth. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like he, he's not only did he sniff it at the prime of his career, but then he he sniffed it with a really good team at the limelight, or at the at the not limelight. Is that no, right it, word? yeah, for the limelight of his he, career. He that never, makes sense. He never went to Game Seven. He went to Game Six three times. Okay, so both series against the Bulls went to Game Six. I, I give it to Carl because of how close he was and didn't get it. And and I agree with you that Carl Malone would not be considered the best basketball player of all time with that ring. But I do think that there would be a lot more argument where Carl Malone falls on the greatest power forward list of all time with that ring. Like I think I think if Carl Malone has one or two of those three rings, 
he, would but he be never got like Duncan I think, and Garnett. Maybe not Duncan, but Garnett. The only name I recognize from this Pistons roster is Chauncey Billups. Rashid Wallace, Ben Wallace, Tayshawn Prince, and Rich, Rich Hamilton. Richard Hamilton. The most. It was the most. It was the most balanced five of all time. Mm-hmm. Defense. You got a little bit of offense from everybody. Well, everybody but Ben. All right. So I have <laughs> one for the kid, one for Malone. So the problem is where I saw Ken Griffey play, I didn't see, and and, and that's and that's where the bias that's steps fine. in. So I, I, I'm going to vote for for Griffey. Malone. Flipping a coin. Who's heads? Griffey. Flip a coin. All right, Malone wins. I know how Siri works. (laughs) AI versus Randy Moss. Randy Moss. And I say that because I think AI's legacy is still where where it would be. AI's weird. AI's legacy is almost like not even basketball. Like it's not even like what he did on the court. It was just like Pop how culture. much culture. No, it's just like how much of an influential player he was. I mean, you see that picture of that fucking white kid with fucking uh, an Iverson mustache yeah. and sleeve tattoos. This is like bonkers. Um, I would I would go Randy Moss because in in two separate occasions, one you know losing as part of the undefeated Patriots, and he broke a whole bunch of records that year to get that team there. When he very early on in his his Vikings career, that that team was one field goal away from going, and the guy, the the, the kicker who had not missed a kick in like two years, missed the kick. Randy Moss lost two Super Bowls. He went to two Super Bowls. Yep, he was on the Forty ers when they lost to the Ravens. Oh yeah, I forgot. Was about he? That. Yeah. I, I, he was gonna. How um, disgusting is that? It's a bench guy. <laughs> he, he caught a couple passes in that game. I think but. he did. He was on that team. Was he? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> he had yeah. a really weird end to his career. <laughs> the whole Titans thing. Yeah. Allen Iverson. <laughs> Real quick, I just love the NFL conspiracy catching farms by such a that they ship him off. That's exactly what I think it was. <laughs> they traded him back to the trade him to the Vikings, let him catch his 500 <laughs> touchdown, and then ship them right yeah. out. He played one game, I think. <laughs> so ridiculous. I give it to AI from the standpoint of if if AI pulled off that championship against the Lakers, it would probably be regarded as the most individual. The greatest individual championship accomplishment of all time. Randy Moss. You, you go football, it's fine. There's no losers here, Kendall. So you're going Randy Moss? I'm going Randy Moss. Are you going to fucking say something? Like oh, I thought just, I said Randy Moss. Did. No, he didn't. Don't okay. back him up. Okay. <laughs> Are we waiting for Kyle or no? Uh, it depends. Just read it. Suzuki versus Fitzgerald. It's a tough one. It is tough. Fitzgerald. Okay. Kendall. Um, I'll back Fitzgerald in this one. As will I, because, again, Ichiro has everything else. Ring's not going to do him much more. The ring would do a lot for Larry. I, mean, I think Ichiro, I mean, you'll have those old school diehard guys that, like, know the the Pete Rose and whatnot. But, like, I mean, I, I think it's hard-pressed to, to argue that Ichiro isn't the best pure hitter in baseball history. Right. Um, Larry, I, I don't know. It's tough because like both those guys, like those are two guys that you both think the whole way through that they, they deserved it. You know, like, yeah. like not just from their play, but from the type of person they were, the teammate they were. But I, I, I have no problem with either guy advancing on this. Larry's moving on. All right. Carl Malone versus Randy Moss. Carl Malone. 
Carmelo. Randy Moss's career will still be the same with or without a ring. Randy I don't. Moss. I, I don't think that Randy Moss winning a ring would jump him over Jerry Rice. Type but of it thing. Would certainly make him number two all time. But I think, like against the argument we made earlier, I think more people would argue Randy Moss as number two all time versus Larry Fitzgerald number two because Randy Moss did it sexier. Yeah. He was a sexier wide receiver. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's not to forget too. It's like, the same thing with like T.O. Right. Straight Ra- cash. Randy over. Moss did have bad seasons. Yeah. Fitzgerald kind of doesn't have bad seasons. He's well, just yeah. he's constant through and but through. But like like bad seasons, not counting him being the third option on a team trying to rebuild, where they're just keeping him because of the respect. Fair. I put Randy Moss in Kendall. Um, though I've used the argument for players I've seen. I guess from what I've heard for the argument for Malone, I, I think it's, it's worth using again. So I will vote Malone. Carl Malone versus Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitz. Larry Legend is our most deserving of a ring that has never won one. I'm fine with that. It's kind of been like well documented on there a lot. If if something could happen this year and they win, I think we should just have a party that lasts 25 days straight. Should we have a party that lasts 11 days straight? What's the funny thing? No, no, it's just like 25. 11. No. Let me like, get warmed up. Like, think of how different it would be if, like, when he win, if he were to win the ring this year versus like when Ovi won it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be the big parade and the all because that's not the type of guy he is. It would just be a handshake and right. Like Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, I think would kind of be like that whole thing. Like he'd kind of like he'd ride off into the sunset and we'd never see him again. Yep. You except for when he got, sh- except for when he got shrined in. Yeah. All right. Closing remarks. I'm not closing anymore. I've got 10, 15 minutes. You dick. Yeah. Anybody want to talk about anything? Those? Well, any, any last second things to chime in? So, I did, I did my Mount Rushmore, right? For baseball players that I've seen. I'm interested in seeing what your guys' is. Don't ask me. Massive. Yes, I can. No. Kyle, I'm you, not you, sure I could name four baseball players. Yes, you could. <laughs> like, you've seen Mike Trout play. You've seen all these guys play. Jeter, Ortiz, Mariano Rivera. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be a good route, Rushmore. But it's, but it's, it's yours. yours. It I, 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 I can good. disagree, but... It's yours based off of what you've seen. Like, like a lot of people will put Pujols over Cabrera. Mm-hmm. I, I just see it differently. So, from the Mount Rushmore standpoint, you're going off of, like, greatest. Yeah. Right. Like. Like. like right. Okay. Now, is the criteria you're setting too active, too not, or just anything goes? Anything goes. Like since we've been watching baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 2013. Uh... <laughs> well, listen. There's good players in, in that window. Um. I'm trying to think for myself. Uh, I think Ken Griffey Jr. Um, I I've always had such an attachment to Randy Johnson, just because it's just like. The person he is, like the, he doesn't look like an athlete. He, he's just a, this lanky guy, and he can throw hard and, and with such movement on the ball. It, it's just like it, it's, it's like it defies nature. Uh, and I always always liked always liked him, so I throw him on my list. Um, 
for a long time it was Pujols. Unfortunately, his his Angels career is not really shaked up. His, his top half of career has definitely been better than his back half. Um, but a lot of it was in the 2000s, though. So, I mean, it's like you've seen a lot of the good stuff. Right, right. Um, I would probably go... It's tough because like, part of me feels like I'm like if I don't put Jeter on it, I'm being an asshole. You know what why? I mean? I don't. I don't feel that way. I don't know why. It just feels like that to me. I don't. Listen, he he's a, a guy, another model of consistency player. Um, Matt Albers, <laughs> twice. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Griffey. Um. Randy Johnson. See, I really loved Trevor Hoffman a whole lot. But the end of his career was so terrible and so anticlimactic that I, I feel like I can't include him. Um, Alright. I'm going to go... I'm going Miggy. Poppy. Helton and Rivera. That would be mine. Poppy, Jeter, Rivera, and Pujols. Manny Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Ramirez, Johnny Damon. She's ugly. Scott Pasednik. Kittle Jermaine die. You hit, hit a grand slam. <laughs> That's my 2K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Pujols, Griffey. Randy Johnson, and I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to go with Trevor Hoffman. I didn't really watch a lot of Griffey. So, like, I, I didn't put him on mine. I, I just didn't watch a lot of, like, I didn't really see him a lot. Um, for whatever and, reason, I saw a lot of Todd Helton. I don't know why that happened. Maybe that's a good that's a good player, too. The end of Griffey's career was strange. You know, he was in Cincinnati for a he couple years. Strange, so, know, true. I didn't watch a whole lot of Griffey. Mm-hmm. But I watched a lot of like clips of Griffey. Like they said, he had the smoothest swing in baseball. I saw it, and one like you, you can just tell how much like he just wanted to play. Well, you got to remember too. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Your list is, a, your list and opinion are always going to be so much more different. Like yours and Mock's are always going to be so much more different because you played baseball growing up. You know what I mean? Like Kendall watched enough football growing up to pretty much have practically played it. <laughs> Like, like, my opinions on basketball are going to differ from everybody else's in the rooms because I played competitive basketball all the way through my entire childhood at many different levels, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. So it's, it's you know, there's nothing to take away from me. You know, it's like, you, you, when you watch Ken Griffey highlights versus when I watch Ken Griffey highlights, we see different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can watch Ken Griffey, I can watch a whole game and watch Ken Griffey go... One for four with a single and make maybe one or two good defensive plays, but you watch it and you see smooth swings, only swings at the strike zone, you know, taking, you know, you know, taking balls on real close pitches, but that he knew was out of the zone, like things like that. Like those are things that you see and dial down right when you're watching the game versus like later, because I don't watch them like that. You played baseball, though. I didn't. It's the same thing for me, like watching basketball, like people can watch like a guy make a really great shot. But I can, but I can determine it as like not that great of a shot, considering the fact that he passed open two wide open guys just to to drive to the lane and take on the big. You know what I mean? Like it's different, right? 
So, um, Kendall, what great stuff can they listen to on the PPRN radio network? Full block of shows on PPRN. Obviously, you can hear us uh, live uh, Monday nights, 8-ish to 11-ish. Uh, the Joe Antonio Show, uh, weekdays uh, at noon. Tune in for that. Um, best Shit You Never Heard, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10. Um, the Hell Effin' Yeah podcast was weekdays at 3. And uh, Mike does a third show on the network with his wife, uh, Friday Night Delight. Those air at 5. Uh, it's the Boo Show, Thursdays, uh, 8 p.m. Um, and then Corey's got two shows, Corey Arama. Sundays at 2 and Dilemma Monday on delay. Tuesdays at 5. Uh, Pete Living Correct is on a hiatus right now. That should return at some point. Um, just coming off a uh, mixtape uh, Saturday, so in two weeks' time, be sure to uh, check that out again. But every Saturday is a live concert on the PPRN All uh, Access Live Concert Series. Let me just check real quick to see if they announced who the show is going to be. Uh, not yet. So we'll stay tuned. We'll, we, we post it every week. So. Be ready for that. Yeah. And social media. Where can they find us? You can find us uh, Facebook, Getting Sports with Drunk. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, both uh, at GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's figuring out who the GOAT of MLB baseball is or not knowing your own favorite player because Kyle decides who it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> the decider. Yeah. Kyle's either drunk or tired or hungry. I can't figure out which one. <laughs> all um, three. <laughs> You could access our show basically anywhere. Google and Play, iHeartRadio, uh, you know, iTunes. Not only should you access it where you can find your favorite internet and radio podcast shows, internet and radio, internet radio shows and podcasts, but if you'd be even so kinder, follow us on all of them. Yeah. Right? If you follow us on iTunes, why not Podbean? If you follow right. us on Podbean, why not Amazon? Right. Interact with us on Twitter. iHeart, all of it. Yeah. Interact with us on Twitter. Yeah. Listen, Start a Twitter beef. We're not that bad. You know, we're not good. We're pretty bad. Well, listen, we're okay. You know? But like, we're we're as good as you think you'd be if you started your own podcast. Just keep that in mind. Right. right. Nah, we're better. There you go. Right. Um, beer reviews, mass. All right. So we we batched up the cocktail. We'll give a quick review around the room of the. Uh, I mean, I used the Goose Island uh, three twelve lemonade shandy because I found that beer cocktail on the Goose Island. Uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. but you could use any lemon shandy. Uh, I know the Narragansett, where we are from, the Narragansett lemon shandy is very popular. Yep. Line and Kugel makes a lemon shandy. Um, although, I don't know that that would be lemony enough. I feel like it would be too beer-faced. Um, but basically, it was just uh, uh, three cans, one pitcher full we made was uh, uh, three ounces of lime, uh, lemon juice, three ounces of a passion fruit, either liqueur or passion fruit syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, if you use a syrup, it's going to be more fruity. The liqueur is going to make it a little bit more boozy. Um, six ounces of gin and uh, 32 to 36 ounces of your favorite shandy. Can you make Malibu Bay Breezes next week? No. <laughs> you won't be here anyway. That's not true. Yeah, every other week. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, Kendall, what you think? I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it's no secret that I do love gin. You enjoy everything. As far as for the first time on the show having a a beer cocktail, this was a good one to have. It was very and today being Memorial Day, you know, this is a big picnic day for a lot of right, people. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a good. And it was, if it wasn't so shitty out today, right? Uh, this is a good. This is it's a summertime great. drink for sure, and uh, I hope to have it again. Yeah, I think it would, I think it'd be yeah. way better if we had uh, all the ingredients chilled and then mixed with ice. Mm-hmm. 
Um, some of the uh, the gin, the passion fruit, and the lemon juice were all. But I mean, for this kind of came up on a whim, just like you know, yeah, hey, let's do this. This is we yeah. thought about today. So, um, Matt, what do you think? I had the most out of anybody here, I believe. Yeah, you had three cups. Yeah, went down into it pretty deep. Fucking delicious. Would definitely do again. And Souls, you hated it, right? It was okay. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I have a different taste than all of you guys. No, you don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Souls, what did you think of your heady topper from? Vermont. What brewery? Even I remember. Alakamasti. There you go, Alakazami. What'd you think? Alakamas. Alakamas. It was. It was good. Um, how many did you drink? This is my second. Oh, you're feeling pretty good, huh? Time's just a bitch right now. All right, it's fair. You're always a bitch though. Any any notes? Anything you'd like to give it? I was getting. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. So the taste was pretty good. It wasn't strong. Um, wasn't overbearing. Like you could definitely drink a couple of these and be I. But I would give it like a three point four out of five. I would get it again, but I won't go looking for it. Not good enough to give a three point five. Nope. Yeah. Uh, the Riddler was nice enough to donate a uh, Lake Day, uh, which was a double dry hopped New England IPA with made with tangerine. So does this constitute as a double IPA, or they're just calling it double dry hop? Double dry hop. So it's just a normal New England IPA. Yes. Just, okay. So it's only five and a half percent. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's like, uh, if it was a double IPA, it's like, it does not, it does not drink like a double IPA. Uh, so it is not five point five percent. This is a collab with a Front Porch Brewing. Yep. So uh, yeah. So well, not a collab technically. Okay. So uh, Front Porch Brewing made the beer. Okay. They canned it through their canning uh, canning partnership at Great Falls Brewing in New Canaan. Gotcha. Um, it, it's. It says collab. The reason I say it's not really a collab is because Laban's Markets, if you're from Connecticut or the surrounding states of Connecticut, Western Connecticut has a grocery chain called Laban's. Um, the Laban's didn't actually brew any of this. They just commission a beer mm-hmm. to be sold exclusively at their at their stores. Um, so I mean, it is all it all it is all front porch done. Um, it's just made for them, mm-hmm. I guess. Can art's really cool though. It's good. You know, front porch is super active. As a brewery and on social media, they're always pumping out content and beer, yeah. so it's pretty pretty interesting. But it's it's, cool. just, it's a very cool. All them on it's Instagram. A, it's, a, a it's a beach <laughs> beach scene at a at a lake, um, and you got people you know in canoes and rafts and speedboats and no way all these people could be doing these things in in this little of a yeah. vicinity. <laughs> but uh, one can dream. Yeah, you know, where the speedboat is going, there's a woman on a diving board, <laughs> which is cool because like right on the left hand side, Kendall, I don't know if you caught it. It was like a person in a foreground, almost like a POV, kind of like walking to the beach with a little yeah. Bonds Market yeah, brown a, paper that's bag. That's a nice touch. It's a cool little touch, yeah. You have to imagine it's full of uh, late, and the, late days. And did you catch the barcode? Oh, SCT. SCT. Very cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. Refreshing. I, I would yeah, definitely it's drink it. It's very light. It's almost, um, it's weird. It's, it's almost like, um, it almost drinks kind of soury. It's funny. I don't know if it's just because it's twenty twenty one. Like it's like the flavor of the moment. A lot of tangerine, I think, has been present in beers this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you've seen that a lot. I think that kind of plays into like that sour that the citrus kind of overtakes it a yeah. little bit. Um, but I definitely get that sour. It's just, yeah, I probably. I mean, I liked it. I could drink more of it. Um, three point two five in that realm. Yeah, it's hard because when I'm picturing like I'm in a backyard. And if someone's like, hey, you want this or a crap beer from the backyard, I think I would take the crap beer just because, you know, that familiarity. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's not bad. I mean, I think the price point, because of what it is and where you have to get it, is like the grocery's like sixteen ninety nine. 
a little right. pricey, but you're supporting a small business. Um, uh, but not bad. I, I mean, I would drink it again for sure. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully everything is smooth for this show. We've had some technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I hope we have this show. Yeah, the past two weeks we've had some tef- technical difficulties. We did do an emergency show last week, which I believe got posted. Yep, it's posted. Um, so I hope you guys liked it. Check out for that. Yeah, it was a real hodgepodge. Who's not a podcast? Um, but hey, we we do what we can to give you guys content. Um, happy Memorial Day to everybody. Um, especially all those who know and cherish and love veterans as. I believe all of us do, right? We all have veterans very close to us, right? Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, make sure to tune in next week for some more GSWD content. And until then, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm a... Nope. The Mask, Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. Yeah.